first things first, let, let me give some shout outs first. Let me give a shout out to my man's uh, Mac Knight sent in twenty dollars. Says for the Babel line, appreciate that, brother McKnight. Nine, Mister Fantastic sent in five dollars for the go for, for giving him the GoFundMe formula. Shout out to Mister Fantastic, and then shout out to uh, Vernon sent in ten dollars the other day. Shout out to Vernon. All right, so uh, what's what's going on, Grace? What's going on, Degenerate, Leroy, Greg, Speedy, Jeremiah, whoever else is in here? So. Y'all see what's on y'all screen. Y'all see what's on y'all screen. Lil Weezy endorses Donald Trump after meeting, y'all. Let's, let's read the article. This is straight from TMZ. It says, Lil Wayne stunting with President Trump, but is way more than a photo op. He's also voicing his support for the prez and, it, and his proposed plan for the black community. The rapper says he had a great meeting Thursday with POTUS. And shared a photo of them smiling together with thumbs up. He says he's endorsing Trump based on his track record on criminal justice reform. And he's excited about Trump's platinum plan. Wayne believes it will, quote, give the community real ownership. As we've told you, Ice Cube's been working with Trump's team on the plan, which vows to pump $500 billion into the black community and provide better access to equitable education and jobs. All right, says Wayne's meeting just five days before election might draw some criticism. It's unclear where they met or what exactly was discussed. But Tunchi says he listened to what we had to say today and assured he will and can get it done. All right, so your man's Lil Weezy, Lil Weezy, Tunchi is jumped on the Trump train, ladies and gentlemen. Tunchi has jumped on the Trump, and this is his official Twitter account, so you know it's legit. Tunchi has jumped on the Trump train, y'all. Now, look, I'm only highlighting this because I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of of the assumption that there might be way more black people voting for Donald Trump than we actually know. There might be way more black people, black men. I should say that. Let me let me rephrase that. There might be way more black men voting for Donald Trump than than we currently are comfortable with admitting. And I think some of these celebrities, I I don't know how many I I highly doubt it's going to be a whole bunch of celebrities, quote unquote, coming out the closet. But I think when Joe Biden, his proposed tax plan that scared 50 cent for about a hot minute, I think that was probably a real wake up call to a lot of these to to some of these entertainers out here to where you might actually see more entertainers leaning towards Trump because they ain't trying to get hit with no 50 percent of their income being taxed by the federal government. Like, I mean, that's what I think it really boils down to. But let's see what the people's got to say. So. This is your man, Lil Weezy. Says, just had a great meeting with Trump. Besides what he's done so far with criminal reform, the platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what we had to say today, and he and uh, assured he he will and can get it done. Let's let's go to the comments. Because you know it's going to be cancel Weezy season all over the place, y'all. You're an effing idiot. 
shout out to Mark Dice calling out all these 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 liberal racists. <laughs> shout out to Mark Dice. I'll be seeing Melissa Tate. I don't know who this is, but she's a huge Trump supporter. I know that. Let's see. Let's see. I don't know if we're going to see too much action. Well, maybe we will. Let's see. It says, what do you think about 45 not condemning white supremacy during the debate? I mean, my man Rod, how many times does Trump got to condemn white supremacy? Matter of fact, Donald Trump just released a video on YouTube or Twitter where it shows him denouncing white supremacy like 38 times. It's like no matter how many times Trump comes out and denounces white supremacy, liberals, pasty liberals and these deranged black liberals are going to keep trying to cry about white supremacy. I've seen video footage of him denouncing white supremacy going back as far as like 2000 when somebody asked him about David Duke. Like there's video footage of that out there. Says our brother is lost and confused. I don't think Weezy's lost and confused. I think Weezy is concerned about making sure his bank account stays intact. Hey, let's just look up Lil Wayne's net worth, right? Let's just see how much our homie Lil Weezy is worth. They say he's reported to be worth about $150 million. Remember, Lil Wayne been rapping since he was about 12 years old, y'all. Wayne's got to be, what is he, about 38, 39 years old? This brother's been a professional rapper since he's about 12, 13 years old. I remember that era because I was a teenager. I'm, I'm only like two years older than Wayne. So I remember I remember listening to them old hot boy albums back in the day. Weezy could actually spit at that young age, which is what Baby recognized. And, and you know, Baby infamously said he bet the house on Weezy and it paid off. Let's see. It says, my hood is not listening to Lil Wayne anymore. <laughs> okay, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Dark Force says, it's not just money, it's policies. I mean, yeah, yeah. Look, we, we've there's no need for us to rehash the policies. Everybody knows what the policies are. Trump is out here letting Negroes out of jail. He's over here funding HBCU so you Negroes can go read books and get educated. He did the whole um, Opportunity Zone thing. Now he got the, the platinum plan thing he wants to implement. I mean, look, you can't front. You know, a lot of people get up here and be like, he is a liar. Like, look, listen, when Trump first announced he was running for office, I'm not even going to sit here in front. I didn't want to vote for Trump either. I didn't want to vote. I, I'll open it. Admit it. I didn't vote in the last election. I was a fan of Trump or Hillary. And I was kind of like everybody else initially. I was like, man, Trump finna be on some, some racism and some white supremacy crap. But then, you know, I started paying a little bit more attention to Trump. I was like, okay, I don't really see what's going on. This dude ain't really, he ain't really uh, doing all the crazy stuff everybody thought he was going to do. So I just started listening to him a little more. Then once once I discovered Biden was running, I was like, "Ain't no way in hell I'm voting for Biden. It's, I'm, I'm voting for Trump all day long." Here we go, calling Weezy a coon. That wasn't very cash money of you. You know they going in. They finna go in on Wayne. He finna come off all these young people's top ten fa uh, favorite rapper list because you know Wayne is directly responsible for birthing all these mumble rappers. All these mumble rappers are basically emulating Lil Wayne. 
he is fan to be knocked off their list for, uh, un, until he drops another hot album. Then he'll be back on it. But <laughs> imagine what his celebrity friends are going to say. You know what I mean, you know him and LeBron and D-Wade, you know, they all buddies and stuff. I can only imagine what the celebs are going to say. Oh no, no, they didn't. They they put they they put the 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 coon on on his face, y'all. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. But it, but you notice when you when you go through looking for reasons as to why he shouldn't support Trump, you're just gonna have a bunch of black folks and some pasty liberals just repeating the same rhetoric. He racist, he racist, and they just totally ignore all the open, blatant, in-your-face racism that, that Joe Biden has been spouting for like 40-something years. I mean, all the way up until the present day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's see what they're saying. Let's see what the general public is saying. Let's see what the general public is saying about our beloved friend Lil Weezy. Says I just said Lil Weezy was trash, and these these mfers pull up on me. Oh, he trash now, but because he uh he's supporting Trump. Oh, you know they finna come out. They coming out for Weezy. They done broke the Umar Johnson video clips out, all kind of stuff. They coming for you, Weezy. But Weezy don't care. Weezy don't care. Weezy got enough money. He's straight for the rest of his life. Oh, I didn't know Lil Wayne denounced the Black Lives Matter movement. He did that. Good for you, Weezy. Weezy was ahead of the game. Weezy was ahead of the game with denouncing Black Lives Matter, y'all. I did not. I did not know this. Did y'all? Who knew this? Who knew this? We in Black YouTube, we are just now going around denouncing Black Lives Matter. He been. He was four years ahead of the curve. I didn't know this. Look at this. He said, look, look at this person. This person says, I been knew Lil Wayne was a coon after he de defended uh, the cops after George Floyd because the cops saved his life. Well, in case you guys don't know, when Lil Wayne was a kid, before he became uh, a rapper, he accidentally shot himself in the chest, right? And a white police officer was responsible for saving his life. If it wasn't for this white cop, I think Lil Wayne calls him his uncle or something like that or whatever. Like, that's his nickname he gave him. Lil Wayne would, uh, you know, we would have never heard of Lil Wayne. But Lil Wayne was messing around with a gun, accidentally shot himself in the chest when he was like, probably like 10 years old or something like that. And it just happened to be a white police officer who saved his life. Like, like picked him up, drove him to the hospital or something like that. I can't remember exactly how the story goes. But yeah, Officer John, shout out to Mr. Fantastic. Officer John, but why would this make him a coon? Why would this make him a coon? What, what, you know what I'm saying? I don't recall, did Lil Wayne come out and defend the cop that, uh, that, that, that um, everybody's blaming for the death of George Floyd? I don't, re I don't remember that. Maybe I missed it because, you know, I'm not really like following these celebrities like that. But, you know, how does that make him, him a coon? But just because you black, you're supposed to just take the side of every black person every time that there's an interaction with with uh, with the police. Yeah, degenerate. I hope Trump wins, too.
I hope he wins big. And it's not because I'm a Trump groupie. I'm just tired of liberals. I am tired of the wild ideologies, this group think. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the, the, the alphabet squad pushing their kibbles and bits in our faces every chance they get. I'm tired of riots. I'm tired of protests. I'm tired of seeing it. I was just watching Obsidian's video before I came on. Obsidian was showing the video because, you know, Obsidian's from Philly. He was showing a video of a black a woman who owns a, I don't know if it was a, what, what kind of store was it? Was it a, a hair store or some type of boutique? And her spot done got raided twice. Not raided, but her spot got riot, uh, looted twice. And they, she was showing the clip. This one light-skinned dude come up in there, pulls a green bag out of his pocket, and they just in there just tearing stuff off the shelf, man. And this is like, what's the point? Y'all, y'all claim to hate police and justice. No, it is becoming an excuse for Negroes to go get their five finger discount on. That is all rioting has resolved, has, has turned into. So now we got all these clowns. They, they all suppose to cancel Lil Wayne now. Are they calling them out? I commend Lil Wayne, man. He ain't, listen, Lil Wayne is not afraid to. Speak is he ain't no follower. Let me, you got to keep it real. Lil Wayne has been a trendsetter for like 20 years, B. 20 years. You, you know, whether or not you think he's intelligent or what the drugs has, has done to his brain over the years is another thing, but he never really followed any trends. He, he always, he's been like a trendsetter for like damn near 20 years now. I mean, how y'all gonna hate the man that's responsible for bringing Drake to us and, and Nicki Minaj to us? <laughs> He's directly responsible for two of the biggest hip-hop artists in the world. But yeah, they, they going in. They, they finna start going in on your man's Wheezy. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, who cares? Who cares? Says, I told my girlfriend that Lil Wayne endorsed Trump. And she said, that makes sense. He's a millionaire. A millionaire here, a millionaire there. That's stupid. Do you know how many millionaires are endorsing Biden? Biden's a millionaire too. Damn near all of California, all the all the Hollywood celebrity types, all millionaires. They all out here endorsing Biden. So I don't even see how that. I don't even know why people use this this argument. Uh oh, that ain't the tweet I was looking for. But I don't, I don't see how people. I don't see how people try to get away with this argument. It's a bunch of millionaire liberals voting for Biden, who's a millionaire also. So what are we talking about here? Lil Wayne's stock value just plummeted. No, it didn't. Lil Wayne gave us some. Lil Wayne gave us some hot, some hot fire back in the day. Ain't nobody canceling Lil Wayne. All these people mad, like, talking about this is why white people love Wayne. Chick, you probably a diehard Wayne fan, too. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> but I think this is, uh, I think we're witnessing something, y'all. I think come election day, if Trump wins, and then they start going through doing the tally to see how many black people voted for Trump, I think you're going to see a way bigger number than last time. And what was it like? 10% black folks voted for Trump last time. 
I wouldn't be surprised if that number jumps up to about 25% with it being predominantly black men. I would not be surprised. I believe that there are more closeted black Trump supporters than anything out there. I believe it. I mean, because like I told you in my last video, the one where I said I'm voting for Trump. The reason I say it is because if you come from a stable black family and and or you you yourself want a stable black life to raise a healthy, stable black family, there is no way in the world you can honestly be conservative. The only way you can be conservative is you're lying to yourself. Because you're you're afraid of being ostracized by the community or you're just politically ignorant. There's no way because I, I gave you the example about my own family. Everybody in my family is voting for Biden except for me. But. I'm in a two parent household used to get me and my brothers used to get our butts whipped. Parents is all about us doing our homework, you know, you know, just, you know, just doing what parents are supposed to do. Our household was very conservative. Very conservative. Didn't tolerate disrespect. We was told every other day, you better not go to jail or as we ain't coming to get a we ain't coming to bail you out. We was always reminded about the pookies in our family not to be like y'all know the stories. I always tell you all about my uncles love them to death. They doing I, you know, they're not in and out of jail these days, you know, except for one. He still has some issues, but I was always told never to be like them. In terms of my lifestyle and, and the decisions that I make, because everything they did caused them to go to prison. So I grew up in a household that had conservative values, whether my parents realized that they were espousing conservative values or not. And so here I am at the ripe old age of 40 with my own family. And I've turned into my father, for the most part, the same yelling and screaming he used to do towards me and my brothers. I'm now doing it onto my sons, not because I want to run around and yell and scream at them, but I'm raising two boys and then I don't have any sisters. It was just me and my brothers. So, you know, here we are, me and my brothers. We had a, a father in the house, mother in the house. My parents are still married. They've been married for 37 years, still married to this day. Me and my wife, we creeping up on 15 years and we got two kids, right? 15 years already yeah, something like that yeah about 15 years we creeping up on uh creeping up on 15 years with two kids i i'm i'm of the, the firm belief that you cannot raise a healthy happy family and it doesn't matter if you're white black or whatever but since we're talking about black folks you can't raise a black family under liberal values a healthy functioning family to where you're treating, you're teaching boys how to be boys and girls how to be girls, how to play your position. Recognize that you're a man for you. You were born a male for a reason. So when some, something goes bump in the night, it's your duty to go downstairs and investigate. You know what I mean? So that's the kind of household I was raised in. And if you come from a functioning black family, I'm, I'm pretty sure you were raised with similar values. But for some reason, it's taboo to admit this in the black in black culture that your cultural upbringing actually aligns more with conservatism than liberalism. 
like for the majority of black folks. But somewhere along the lines, the wires got crossed. And black black folks honestly believe that they're liberals. You know, those of us who come from functioning black families. You know what I mean? So being that we live in this era where everything is put on blast, people run the risk of getting ostracized, family and friends unfollowing them, yada, yada, yada. I believe that there are a bunch of closeted black people, black Trump supporters out there that might show up and show out on election day if they haven't already voted. Now, I mean, I'm open with mine. And like I say, that doesn't make me a, a Trump fanboy. I don't have any Trump bumper stickers. I don't even have any MAGA Trump paraphernalia. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm going to be honest. I never really had much of an issue with Trump, period. I used to watch The Apprentice back in the day. I, I actually liked that show. The first couple seasons, I was, a, I was a huge fan of it. Back in the 90s, when everybody was rapping about Trump, I mean, I wasn't like, ooh, I want to be like, like Donald Trump. But back in the day when I was coming up, I remember all them songs and all these rappers worshiping Donald Trump. He, he was like, he was that, he was the dude back then. Yeah, you know I mean, a lot of people want to be like him. Or, or at least have his lifestyle and his privilege. He was the dude. Now, there was a brief moment when... I was on some crap like, oh, he racist because, you know, when he came down the escalator. But then, like I say, I kind of got over it. I was like, wait a second. I don't think this is really I don't think this is really going to happen like this. I kind of switched my tone. So, yeah, I mean. But, you know, this is where we at, though, with it. I think it's a lot more. Closeted. Black Republicans than we know. And and let's not let's not get it twisted. I bet you it's probably a bunch of black celebrities who might be voting for Trump too, who haven't said anything. Now they might go out there and and say some stuff that aligns with liberal ideologies because you know most of their income is probably derived from a bunch of nutcase liberals, or at least that's what they believe. But you know, being that they don't want to mess up whatever little bit of money that they have coming in, because you know, let's just keep it a buck. Uh, social distancing, the pandemic has did a number to a bunch of celebrities. This is why you got chicks like um, uh, what's what's old girl Diamond from Players Club, uh, the brat sister Lisa Ray. This is why she out here making OnlyFans accounts because the money ain't rolling in. Ain't nobody out in Hollywood filming TV shows and movies, B. Ain't nobody. Hollywood is pretty much shut down, y'all. So if you ain't got paper stacked up like Lil Wayne. And you, you a brand new artist or, or you a brand new celebrity or you a celebrity who, who uh, was horrible at money management. You know, you, you kind of hurting a little bit. You kind of hurting a little bit. That's why you out here trying to create YouTube channels and get your, you know, get it popping on YouTube and OnlyFans because ain't nobody out there filming. But Lil Wayne, he caked up. He worth about 150 million. He caked up. He collecting checks off Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Young Money and all that. He caked up. He good. Wayne ain't got to do nothing for the rest of his life, and he'll still make money. But I believe it's a whole bunch of other black celebrities out there. Who are, um? Who is this chick? I always see her in some damn. Who is this? This is a co-founder 
from Max Black Media. I don't know. It's just another one of these randoms. I don't know who this is. But now you got the the liberal mafia. They finna come out here and try to try to punk Wheezy. Uh, oh, look, I don't think Wheezy gonna be backing down like Fifty. And truth be told, I don't think Fifty's backing down. I think Fifty just publicly stated that just to just to get the the heat off him. But I believe Fifty gonna go in there and vote Trump. <laughs> I believe 50, 50, if he can vote, because, you know, he, I don't know. He is a convicted felon. I don't know if, uh, if assuming he got his voting privileges restored, I believe 50 going to go in there and vote Trump. That's what I think. But regardless, I think this is going to, I wouldn't be surprised if we have about 25% of black folks voting for Trump. I would not be surprised. I think it's, way more out there than we're being led to believe because you got to remember when you look on social media you're just really looking at a snapshot it's kind of like you go to instagram and people people post let's just go back up to this right so let's just imagine that this is an instagram picture right here perfectly cropped right now you might not see all the cables and wires and all the crazy lights and all the other crap behind it all we see is this this is how social media works so when you come on here and you see stuff everybody calling them coon and crackheads and all kind of stuff you're just, you're just looking at a snapshot of a, of a of a few random people you got to always keep in the back of your mind that these random tweets from these these check marks these are just one out of millions of black folks out there they don't represent the entire black american uh quote-unquote diaspora <laughs> uh, uh the black american black folks in america i should say but it can appear that way. It can appear that way. You know what I mean? It can appear that way. So I'm a, that's all I want to say. I'm going to open up this line in case somebody wants to come on here and run their mouth. But I think, um, I think this is, I think we, we all should not be surprised. So here's the link if anybody wants to come on up. We all should not be surprised, man. I think that there are more closeted black Trump supporters than we realize. And I think it's probably a bunch of them in Hollywood that just ain't saying nothing. But with, with, with us just everyday average regular folk, I think there's more out there than we realize. But what you guys got to understand is, especially if you're just a regular everyday average person, you got to understand. It's like, I don't know, for those of you out there who are scared to admit that you're voting for Trump, I don't know what you're scared of. Now, I can understand if you don't have issues and drama with your family and friends and all that stuff. I get that. But, you know, if somebody presses you about it, I don't see what you're scared to admit it. Because what's your, what's your family and friends going to do to you? Chances are you don't work for none of them. They ain't signing no paychecks or paying your bills. Chances are you work for a white person. <laughs> Chances are you work for a white person anyway, and, and more than likely, if your white, if the white person you work for is a business owner that's out there trying to make a lot of money, because you know that's the whole purpose of capitalism. You go out there, you provide a product or a service, and you go out there and try to make as much money as humanly possible. And I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with that because some of the greatest inventions in the world are due to capitalism. We wouldn't have the iPhone if it wasn't for capitalism. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We wouldn't have a lot of 
We wouldn't have a lot of great inventions if it wasn't for capitalism. So I don't see what the problem is. I don't see socialism and communism or, or any other type of ism out there outside of capitalism out here solving all these problems. Like every time, every time there's some hungry Africans over there and they dropping bags of rice off, thank capitalism for that. You ever hear about any other country dropping bags of rice off? Or is it always America that's dropping bags of rice off for, for kids in Africa? Or when you turn on the TV, and it's some some random commercial talking about sponsor a kid in Africa for 50 cent. And guess what? Thank capitalism for that, too. You don't ever see no other countries doing that crap. This is why we this is why we America, baby. We get out here and gets it and tries to make lots of money doing it. So I don't I don't have a problem with that. So just remember that for all you nutcase liberals, when you're out there getting your two step on for Mr. Charlie. Because you need a paycheck, so you're not living up under a bridge somewhere or standing in front of a 7-Eleven asking people for a dollar. Think about this. Who's signing your paycheck? Probably a white dude named Mr. Charlie or Miss Ann, right? And guess what? They out here trying to make a bunch of money, and they ain't trying to have their income taxed to where they got to owe 50 60% of their damn income, especially if you live in one of them in crazy states because don't just think that's just going to be a, a reserve for california and new york they're going they're going yeah. they across the whole damn country what up uh real deal financial what is going on g it, it's me jonathan dog um yeah man i, I looked at this shit i'm thinking something man how you gain a net loss 62.5 percent you didn't. You didn't uh, gathered a net loss when it comes to the tax situation. Um, a lot of these dudes is doing it quietly, man. They just gotta act like they mad at them. Yeah. They just gotta act like they pissed off all of a sudden. <laughs> like, um, yeah, man. Really, you got. You just gotta save the argument in order to be able to coexist with certain people when it comes to this. Uh, crazy shit and that's why I don't discuss it I don't discuss it it's literally the purple elephant in the room I do not discuss it because it kills me when you got people in ideology maybe conservative but still go with, with the crazy liberal bullshit I don't get it I don't get it because you ask anybody is anybody willing to pay more in taxes they're going to say hell no nobody wants to pay more in taxes I mean, let, let's just keep it a buck. No, who, who really wants to? Who actually goes out there and files their taxes and is just is is, is just happy to? Oh Lord, yes, thank you. you. Like like you're not out there trying to find every deduction known to man. Thank like, you. Please tax me some more, Governor. <laughs> Please tax me some more. If, if the government didn't want us to take deductions, they they wouldn't have that in the tax code saying you could take deductions. So I don't, I don't see I don't see the issue with it, you know what I mean. So I, I don't see what the problem is. But listen, I can understand if you don't want to talk about this with your family and friends, because you you know what I'm saying you want you want to you want to you know you you want to keep the peace with them. I get it, but you know you know whatever. <laughs> don't don't talk about it. just go on, just just go in there and do your voting. If you know vote how you want to vote. I'm not telling you to. I'm not telling you who to vote for. Just vote who, for who you believe represents you. My thing is, don't be out here voting under peer pressure. 
vote for because at the end of the day it's your life you're the one that got to pay them bills you're the one that got to raise them kids or do bills is anybody coming around there to make you happy by adding, adding to uh not going out there trying to you know help you out with the bills probably not i highly doubt they are so i'm just saying let's keep it real because uh because yeah, yeah man I, I saved the argument when it comes to this situation because ain't no convincing me ain't no convincing them you know it's really an information war to be honest because a lot of the stuff you can easily debunk when you cite your sources and they don't cite them sources because because um, can you hear me can you hear me yeah, yeah, I mean. uh, it's not a heavy breathing what you doing over there man oh my bad I I was smoking some weed, man, <laughs> before I came in. But uh, when you have a governor that's willing to raise taxes three times in two years, that's insane. Property taxes has gone up due to the fact that uh, they want to make some more tax revenue. <laughs> so they, so potentially they're going to try to tax their way into prosperity, if that ever made sense. Um, a lot, a lot of the stuff when it comes to uh, gas tax, you know, gas taxes, uh, they did a seven cent increase. So um, they did a seven cent increase on gas taxes here in California. Um, they're, they're trying to do a millionaire's tax, so pretty much all industry will be driven out. Uh, they're increasing the LLC registration from $800 a, a year to about $1,200 a year. Wow. And, yeah, um, yeah man, they, 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 they just keep on hiking up taxes, man. That's why Nevada is my next move. No state taxes. It's either Nevada, Texas, or Florida. These are those three states. Uh, and a lot of... Um, Go ahead. And a, and a lot of people are, are just pretty much just uh, silently going the other way. <laughs> like, a oh boy's campaigning around here. So uh, even people are starting to wake up when it comes to these tax situations, man. That's that's ridiculous because 62% at $400,000 percentile, people at 250, they'll be raised up by 8%. Well, like I say, it's not not just the taxes, man. It's just it's just a whole bunch of other crap that's tied into this, man. I think overall, the liberal ideology has gotten so out of control over the last couple of years that they have legit become like the real racists. You know, we was always told Republicans are racist, but look look at these liberals, man. The, the white pasty liberals have the audacity to to check you on your blackness, b. Biden, Chelsea Handler, and some other. You even have white folks calling black people coons if they Uh-oh. don't show support for BLM or Trump or whatever, or uh, BLM or Biden or whatever the case may be. Like it's just gotten out of control. 
And I think a lot of people are just tired of it. And and these past couple months with, with all these riots and burning cities, I think this really just pushed a lot of black folks, well, just people in general, over the edge. Like, all right, enough of this crap. Even if even if I'm not a fan of Trump, at least he's not in favor of this crap. I can't support these other candidates who are in favor of just letting people just tear up cities every time a black person gets killed. Especially when you discover that it's a black person that has a strong criminal history. Like I did the video last night. In case y'all missed my video last night, I did a video. Matter of fact, I'll pull it up for you. Last night, outlining the steps on how you can win the GoFundMe jackpot. Let's see if I can. I'm gonna pull it up. I'm not gonna play it, but I'm, I'm gonna show y'all the steps. Show y'all the steps real quick. We were talking about this guy, Walter, whatever his name is. So I did this video. How to win the GoFundMe jackpot, right? I outlined the steps right here. Oh, damn. Fucking <laughs> funny. If, if you want to win the GoFundMe jackpot, you got to commit a crime. You have to resist arrest. You have to get victimized on camera. That that's the, this is the most important part. And you have to have a strong criminal past. You got to get social media to pump the story up, and you got to make national news. You do all of that, you will successfully win the GoFundMe jackpot. And what is the GoFundMe jackpot? That means that you're going to be on your way to collecting a, a a GoFundMe payday of six figures or more. And that's what. Walter, Walter Wallace. Let's go check Walter Wallace, right? But I'm, I'm mentioning all this for a reason. People are tired of this crap. People are getting tired of this crap. So last night we was at about 150,000. Okay, we're only at 164. I said this thing might creep up to about 200 racks. I'm thinking it'll go to 200. We're only on two days of this crap. But you add this up. You add up all the rioting, all the unnecessary, unnecessary rioting and and all this crazy, you know, people out here just defending these criminals all over the place because this nigga was a criminal. This Negro beat up his own mama, y'all. This Negro beat up his own mama. This is some of the stuff he was charged with. 2013, listen, he threatened to shoot up his baby mama. 2016, he robbed the chick put a pistol to her head 2013 his mother took out a, a protective order against him because he physically assaulted her when the cops showed up this time they showed up because there were screams and he was out there physically assaulting an elder an elderly woman which leads me to believe that this was his mama he was assaulting so you're like well, what does this got to do with lil wayne and all of them it has everything to do with it it has everything to do with everything why because he represents, and all these other victims, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, et cetera, et cetera, they are the champions of liberalism. They are the champions of why. They, they, they are the martyrs. They are the saints as to why these cities keep going up in flames, why all these Negroes decide, let me go out here and get my riot and protest on in the name of these people so I can get some free shoes or I can do this, I can do that. 
You ain't going down there burning down the police station with the, with the with the cops. You out here tearing up people's businesses. And let's not get it twisted. They're tearing up a lot of black people's businesses, too, because they're not venturing out to the suburbs where all the affluent white folks live. They in and around the community where they live at, where you, uh, where you have a lot of black owned businesses out there. Who, who's been victimized? We've seen the videos when they was out there burning up Minneapolis, then it was out there tearing up Atlanta. You know how many black owned businesses vandalized in the process? Remember, Trina was going off on Trick Daddy a couple months ago talking about this. And a lot of people are tired of it. When black folks, black people are tired of it. A lot of black folks who, who got something of value going on in their life, I should put it that way. Because if, if you just a regular savage out there, a Pookie, a Ray Ray, a Bonquisha, you just popping out babies all over the place, or you getting pregnant, because let's let us let us back this up. This dude got this dude had eight kids, y'all. 27 years old, eight kids, don't know how many baby mamas he had. Now, I heard somebody was talking about this. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and steal their line. I can't remember who said this, but um, all you brothers that be in the black manosphere crying about how y'all can't find women. You know, I kind of feel bad for you because this nigga was out here just bagging all the chicks. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think it was Akatunde who mentioned this. This Negro got a record for being violent against women and you got women that still wanted to have his baby. He had just recently got married too. Back earlier this month, he got married. I'm, you know, so sorry for his widow, but I'm, I'm just saying, all this stuff just ties together. But if, if, if you're like an upstanding black person, trying to live a decent life, create a legacy, take care of your family, your kids, and you ain't with that 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 pookie ray ray foolishness. I don't see how you could support liberalism. I just don't see how unless you're just lying to yourself because you 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 wanna you want to rediscover your blackness. You know you got a lot of black folks right that move out to the burbs, get these nice houses, nice cars, nice careers and then I guess in order for them to uh, try to reconnect, they start experiencing what I like to call black guilt, fe fe feeling sorry for their success. And so that's when they that's when they go down this little rabbit hole of embracing uh, liberalism. And I can use some of my family as a, as a as an example of this and, you know, and some other people that I know. But th that's what that's what oftentimes happens. And that's that's why I think if you go out there, and you find a, a black family or a black person that got their life on and popping in a positive direction, they're doing things all the quote-unquote right ways to be an upstanding person. But if they embrace liberalism, I believe that they're embracing black guilt and they're just using that crap to try to reconnect with all the Negroes they left behind that couldn't get their crap together to get on the level that they own. That's what I think it really boils down to. They want to retain their black card as if that thing actually has some type of benefits attached to it. That's what I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I really think. Uh... Man, you said black card benefits. <laughs> I mean, that's what I think. You know, the only the only benefits uh, that with with uh with the black card is uh not not being blocked on social media or being called a coon. But do I got to revisit these conversations about the the, the 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 word coon? What is it? What is it? What is it going to do for you in your real life? It's not going to stop you from uh getting a loan. They don't ask you those questions when you when you fill out a job application if you're a coon or not. They don't do, they don't do none of that crap. <laughs> it's not going to stop your ability from going out there to earn, earn, earn a living. 
had K coaching on my live stream and he pretty much uh, uh, proved that, uh, you know, it, the money's out there to get it, man. The, the money's out there for you to get. Uh, when it comes to that aspect, uh, I had a client that said that his friend's business uh, got burned down and that's when he pretty much uh, went the, uh, flipped the other way. So he went from purple to red and that's funny. I said, see, people are s slowly but surely revolting against this shit. They're just not going to openly going to say it. Because, um, yeah, man, because he had a Wendy's and they burned his shit down. And this is, this is like in L.A. and shit. I said, damn. Uh, when they had the George Floyd riots, uh, it was uh, looting and uh, uh, breaking in the shit in Beverly Hills. Look at this tweet. This tweet says a live rap artist votes Trump Pence. Lil Wayne, Ice Cube, Fifty Cent. A live rap artist that voted for Biden and Harris. Tupac. You know, you know why they got Tupac listed? Because they asked Harris recently, who's her, who, who's uh, her favorite rapper that's still alive? And she said Tupac. Man, that bitch was already in college. I graduated from college in 89. Like, huh? <laughs> uh, I hope we got somebody over here. Let's see what this is. Yeah, this is me. Grown ass man. What was crap? What up, my man? What's happening? How you this shit is a shit show, my boy. Explain. I'm talking about the whole election, the who they present for the Democrats. Donald Trump got this shit, and I'm not even a Trump supporter. But it's hard not to, it's hard not to, you know, as a man, I, I relate to him as a man. He got that umph. He put his chest out. He say what the fuck you want. Man, Joe Biden ain't doing shit. He ain't doing nothing out here for us, bro. He not even campaigning right, man. He in that basement. He don't even know where he the fuck he at. He don't know if he's running for president or senate. I, I, I feel sorry for us, man. <coughs> Ice Cube, right? <coughs> Excuse me, I'm smoking, smoking the good shit. Oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah, I'm smoking good shit with you. You help me think. Ice Cube was right, and all these niggas tried to cancel him, and then they listened, and they said, oh, man, fuck Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a Trump supporter, but the narrative, it's like the 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 media is making us delusional, bro, with their narrative. Instead of us just thinking on our own, we are being delusional and like, oh, instead of Trump, we'll pick Biden. Then they don't know them laws that he passed in the Clintons uh, when Clinton was president. And Kamala them don't was care. them niggas right up for him. A lot of them don't care. A lot of them don't care. And the thing with Kamala and everything, when Arnold Schwarzenegger was governor, he had to step in. The Terminator had to step in. Mm. Out of all people <laughs> about her sending everybody to the death chair. The Terminator had you know, to step in. You know what hurts me the most, man? Is as a black man, as a man that ain't white, as a, a minority, you know, it's like our, our elders, they say, well, you got to be voting for Biden. Just like Biden said, if you ain't black, if, I mean, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And it's like, wow, 
Like, you really going to insult my intelligence telling me that I definitely got to vote for this dude because you are or that's the social norm. And, and that's what's keeping us held back. That's what's kept us held back for 50 years since Martin Luther King was like, I had a dream. Motherfucker, but, that's because your ass was sleeping. Nigga, we got to wake up. We got to wake the fuck up. Well, that's that nigga fall in line type mentality. Nigga, fall in line. How dare you? Get your black ass back in line. Mm. Fuck. You right, my boy. You right, man. Because before, it, it don't even got to do with the election. That's just how life is with, like, us young blacks and then the older ones. Period. It's like, we don't got to hear nothing you talking about. Fuck your feelings. Fuck what you went through. Fuck what you're going through. Get in line, nigga. And it don't matter if you're a male or a female. Or if they are a male or a female. That attitude, it, it, it tears us down. Because we can never prosper. Because the elders is holding us back and back and back. Yeah, we're we going to need to drain the black swamp. Hey, G. Lowry, we got we, we got a black swamp. <laughs> we need to drain that, too. <laughs> Hell yeah, my boy. I just popped up on your channel, like, <clears throat> listening to you. I'm like, man, it's different. You know, I, 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 I go through the whole YouTube sector, listening to these niggas, bitches. All they do is gossip. All they do is talk about each other. In a time like this, in a climate like this, with all this shit going on, we don't need to be doing that. And I don't give a fuck if you want to tear the next man down. But we need to be wasting our time educating and building. If we could talk shit right now, we could talk nigga shit right now about shit that matters. You know what I'm saying? Shit that we could learn from. You dig? Yeah. I agree. You know, they want to just with the Megan the Stallion, the wet ass pussy, the shot in the foot, the booty boot, all this other <laughs> fuck shit. You dig? But then you, I told my I told my wife today, I said, ain't that a bitch? Because we watching the video about some fuck shit that involved Megan, but the vice presidential nominee is doing Zoom with this bitch. Zooming with these hoes, talking about they got a wet ass pussy. And what you think that's doing to our young black women, man? Fuck this election. They say, oh, we queens. We could talk. We, we got a wet ass pussy, but shit, we, we could be vice president. Oh, no, nah, yeah. man. It's a bad message. It's a bad thing going on for us. Not for nobody else. It's for us, man. White people know what they're doing. Chinese motherfuckers, all the, everybody know what they're doing except for us, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. My, my whole my whole my whole platform. I don't know if you're like new here or whatever, but I am. First oh. time. Well, go ahead and hit that sub button, bro. But uh my, my whole thing is uh you know, I, I just want black folks to to think for themselves. That's that's my whole thing. I don't care if you, you know, pro black, uh, Democrat, Republican, educated, lang. I don't give a shit what you are. My whole thing is get away from this whole group think. Get away from this this whole thinking that you got to save everybody or you got to rescue everybody in the community. No, you got to do for you first and foremost. You can't you can't help nobody out until you get yourself straight. Yep. That's what I want black people to do. Think for yourself, man. Go out there and do what's best for you and yours. And then and they want to trick you into thinking that that's selfish or that's being a sellout or, you know, the shit like that. But you, you're talking right, man. That's the real shit. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. Because how can you help others if you ain't taking care of home or yourself? You ain't serious. If I, if I see a motherfucker trying to come help me and teach me a message, but he ain't helping his own, I'm not going to take him serious. 
Yeah, yeah, man. Because because uh, a lot of this shit is just out of control, man. Because <laughs> uh, how left do you want it to go? Because really, they're gonna try to you know legalize a lot of things, and that shit is gonna be to the point where they're forced people's hand. Like, yep. uh, like here in Nevada, well, in Nevada, they're, they're trying to fully legalize prostitution. <clears throat> you know, uh, that's that's kind of left, and yeah. further left is pretty much them, them, uh, them bathrooms. <laughs> Damn, you serious, it, bro? They trying to legalize prostitution? It, it, yeah, man, it, it's left. That, that's some left shit. Yeah, women can do what they want with their body. That that's the leftist. That's the left shit. And I mean, I don't I don't have a standpoint in that shit, you know, but it do affect our children and our communities. Like 20 years ago, that wasn't even a thought. So our daughters could never grow up and say, I want to be a prostitute when I grow up. But now they can say, fuck everything. I could sell this pussy in Vegas because it's legal and make top dollar. Because, uh, you know, that's why me personally, I'm more libertarian because I ain't necessarily against that. I'm against the the bathrooms, the the funny the funny man bathrooms. Right, right. Believe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the funny man bathroom. That's when you lost me, completely. And um, yeah, SB one forty five in California. I just had a job. I was working, and there was one of those type of people there, and uh, he was a nigga. I mean, he never had no operation or nothing, but he identified as a woman. And he got to go in the girl's bathroom with all the bad bitches and everything and shit and all that. And I'm like, man, shit, let me identify as a woman so I can go up in there. Shit. I mean, if that's the case, then anybody can identify as anything and go anywhere. And, uh, you know, when it comes to funding, uh, they're trying to pretty much use black people as the shield. Like I said, man, we are the Trojan horse. We go out there in the battlefield and we take all the hits. Yeah. Damn. We, 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 wow. we take all the hits. Can I can I can I say this? Can I ask you this? Is an example of what you saying um about 15, 20 years ago, nothing against gays or nothing, but you know, gays were saying that their mistreatment or the prejudice against them was identical to what the uh, Jews went through or what niggas went through through slavery or racism. And people were like, well, it's a choice. But, you know, some some people chose to take that leftist standpoint because of the civil rights and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, because uh, pretty much they use our face to be able to leverage what they want because, they know, they create they create these large ass bills that's like 2,000 pages long and they'll say anti-lynching bill but if you read it, it doesn't necessarily speak to anything involving black people. It's pretty much just a headline bill because they know if people went against the anti-lynching bill, they're going to be like, yeah. oh, they made a in racism but have you read the motherfucker? Hmm. No, I'm just glad that you on here and you not on no fuck shit. It's a breath of fresh air to hear 
you know, because I, I done ran across YouTubers and they start off like this and then they end up in that bullshit. And I'm trying to build and learn. You know, I got kids, man. And shit, I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm afraid for us, bro. For real. Well, I'm, I'm afraid, afraid of the ignorant. Us, I'm, I'm afraid of the man. ignorant that defend this shit. I'm afraid of the ignorant that defend this shit because there's a lot of dudes just uh, going along to get along and falling in line to get lined up. You see what Lil Wayne uh, just did? Oh yeah, we, we talking we about? Yeah, we talking about it, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, what, what do you think about it? What you think? You know. <clears throat> I have uh, followed Lil Wayne since the beginning of his career, and he was always like me. He was like the nigga that niggas would fuck with when it came to the music and the hoes, but when it came to our, our, our individual thoughts, we was weird, man. It was like, damn, you think about politics, and, you know, Wayne got a couple degrees. He's a smart guy, and, you know, he's no Kanye. I don't think this was a publicity stunt. You know, he released all his albums before he even did this. So it can't be none of that. What I think it is, is that uh, he thinks with his own mind and he's uh, sticking his neck out there for uh, us as a whole, just like Ice Cube did. Ice Cube is one of the originators of this culture. And I was just listening to Fuck the Police today and it's relevant to now. And he was a young boy saying this shit. So Ice Cube is not on no bullshit. And sometimes you got to meet with the so-called enemy to create peace i mean it is what it is you know and and the sheeple are gonna sit back and say oh Lil wayne i can't believe you did that and when i read the comments especially from the celebrities i say oh well, well you a dumb motherfucker and you a dumb motherfucker too and i see 50 retracted his shit because the white bitch chelsea handley she said oh he was just playing you know so he wasn't for real but when he get behind them polls if he go vote you know who the fuck they voting for man and, and and it's not because they don't love black people or they don't love themselves but it's just look at what's in front of our face you know look at what we got to deal with look at the history of this shit these people really research they got professionals around them that's letting them know everything about these people they're not going to get on twitter and say nothing and then say i'm sorry i was just playing no 50 didn't say he was playing the white bitch said he was playing nothing against white people or nothing like that but it is what it is. Like you said, they got to save face. They got to give face. <laughs> Chelsea Man, Shannon Sharp going to be mad as hell at both 50 and Lil Wayne. Because <laughs> 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 Shannon Sharp, he be, him and uh, Skip Bayless both be riding Lil Wayne's nuts. Now, they're going to be mad on this one, bro. This is funny. I knew Weezy, yeah, who what, Weezy was going to go from the songs, man. Cause I remember he had a song with T.I. and it called Ball. And he said, I'm going to like my blunt like Donald Trump, man. That shit is funny. Jeezy, mm, um, I'm mm, Donald Trump in a white tee and white ones. Doug Motivation 101, like a lot see, of these dudes. What's so good about Lil Wayne? Well, I ain't going to say so good about him. But what's what's good about Lil Wayne is he has um, and he, he's been on ESPN like – He's that type of guy. You see what I'm saying? They wouldn't really put T.I. on ESPN. Wayne can go right now. If Shannon Sharp want him on that show, he'll be on that show. Mark my words this week because of that. And he's going to give a, a a good explanation as to why he did this shit. 
And Shannon Sharp going to be sitting there looking like, oh, okay. So, Wayne, let me ask you this. You know, they going to be mad. But, man, listen, I'm not, not mad at them. I ain't mad at him either because, man, How y'all who is feel trying about to pay 62%? Who is trying to pay 62%? Right. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm not it's, it's not. It's not really just all about the taxes. I mean, I think the taxes is one, one element of it, but I just think it's really just about people are tired of these out-of-control liberals. And then when you look at somebody, yep. somebody like uh, Joe Biden... Just like just like Trump has been saying, I mean, well, not Trump, but a lot of people. Dude, you've been in office for 47 years. You've had 47 years to make black people's lives outstanding through, through public policy, through federal laws and all that crap. You've had 47 years to do it. Why all of a sudden should we trust that you're going to do it now when you obviously weren't really trying to do it for the past 47 years? You've had 47 years of this crap. To, to make everybody's life wonderful out here. But no, you've been out here. You, your own vice president, uh, uh, VP, accused you of practicing uh, racism against her when she was a little girl, you know, mm. and due to the whole mm. yep. uh, wow. segregation. I hear, my, I hear myself echoing. I don't know who that's coming from. Um, Hold on. Yeah, I don't know what that, it was. An echo. I hear, I hear it in my ear. I don't know I where mute, it's coming from. Muted my, my mic. That was me. I muted my mic. Go ahead, bro. Sorry. And so, and then you're out here drafting up the '94 crime bill, which was responsible for putting a whole bunch of cops on the streets, arresting niggas all willy nilly. Now, look, I can kind of understand why you did it because I'm not going to sit here and be ignorant to the fact that it wasn't a whole bunch of black people who were pushing for that because it was a whole bunch of wild and out of control niggas running around who are you know coming up out of the crack here so i can kind of understand it a little bit but at the same time you did write that and it did kind of mess up a a lot of families in black society where negroes is doing some ridiculous amounts of time in prison for some a lot of petty bs at the end of the day that they shouldn't have been sitting in them jail cells for that long if you want my honest opinion because i got some uncles that caught that got caught up in that crap back in the day and then you out here talking all this other racist group years. I mean, this is in the day, bro. You had you had forty seven years to just to just make black people's lives all wonderful or people's lives all wonderful. Now, why should I believe you now? And then you not only that, newly I'm sorry. You co-sign this. You you out here championing the Black Lives Matter thing and fuck all that stuff, my nigga. I'm I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of black people jumping up and down every time some thug ass nigga gets killed. Uh, you know, the same type of nigga that most black people will go out of their way to avoid in real life. All of a sudden you see him get killed on camera. Everybody pretends like you knew who this dude was, like you've known him your entire life. And he's just somebody you would invite over for Sunday dinner and let take your daughter out. Like, stop fronting. You don't want to. Most of y'all don't even want to be around these type of people, man. But y'all are going above and beyond to justify some crap when oftentimes a lot of these Negroes bring it on themselves. And that don't mean they deserve to die. Nobody deserves to die. But stop acting like they didn't play a major factor in why they are no longer here. Anyways, what was you saying, grown-ass man? I forgot, but that's true what you said, though. I was uh, you, you, you was preaching. 
That's how yeah, exactly man. how I feel, man. For real. Well, you know, this is this is what this is what gets you called a coon. And I've been championing for black folks to embrace the label of being coon. Not, you know, I'm not saying you gotta go out there and get you some t-shirts and hats, but just accept the reality. Because when somebody calls you a coon, in my opinion, that means you are truly woke. Woke meaning you're not you're not running around here with your liberal blinders on, looking at the world through liberal lenses and, and just seeing all this distorted BS. You're actually just looking at it for what it actually is. Is this legit racism? Is this legit police brutality? Or did this nigga do something and have it coming? Like your man, Walter Wallace, the one that just got killed in Philly. Everybody's like, he had mental issues. They should have sent the, 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 the medical, mental people out there to, to, to deal with him. What was a mental health person going to do? He's running around with a knife. He has two cops with guns running away from him with a knife. What is a mental health professional going to do? They come out there with their clipboard or their iPad. What the hell are they going to do with this dude? Like, get well, rid they, of They should have they been had them on him if he was that crazy before. Don't wait till he get himself into, you know, some trouble and then say, oh, wait. You know? Dude has a history of being violent, bro. He, he beat up his own mama, man. As a matter of fact, I believe that's why he was called out there because he was probably assaulting her again. That's the type of crazy nigga this is. And then if everybody saw him running around in, in that street, how come all them other random Negroes on the block didn't run to try to get him before the cops came? All they everybody do is pull the camera out. Pull the, let me, that's, let's all record. that's all they do. So my whole thing is, when, when, are, when are the rest of you Negroes out there going to get tired of supporting this dumb crap? Because, like I say, this is all these riots and protests are just an excuse for niggas to go loot crap. They don't even care about this dude. And now let's just, they don't even care about black folks. Listen, it's been like 400 people killed in Philadelphia alone this year, y'all. And I'm get, I'm willing to bet the majority of them are black people, right? They were killed by other black <clears throat> people. Go watch my man, Akunde Nation, sub to his YouTube channel. He does these stories every single day on his channel. Where was all this outrage? Where's all this outrage when some random Negro gets killed by another random Negro or something like that? Y'all only worry about this when the cops come because that's the only time Black Lives Matter is when a white person or a cop kills them. But then you use that as an excuse to go out there and get free shit. Like, what, what, what does robbing Foot Locker have to do with the death of Walter Wallace? What is robbing the Walmart? What, what, is, what is vandalizing other Black-owned businesses have to do with it? Now, I can understand if you were just vandalizing some white-owned business, but you vandalize other Black people's stuff. Like, what, what, what do they have to do with this? So uh, that's why people are just tired of the shit. Go ahead, bro. I wouldn't even uh, say I would agree with vandalizing white people's shit. Don't vandalize. Yeah, I don't shit. agree with that either. Yeah, I agree with that's you. I, I, I don't that's agree. hypocritical. Well, here's the thing. I understand Not the saying sentiment. You're hypocritical, but no, 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 no. I, I understand the sentiment as to why somebody would do it. I understand the sentiment. I don't okay. agree with it. Yep. I can understand the sentiment. Yep. But when it comes to other black owned businesses, like what? <laughs> what are we what are you talking? What are we doing here? One of the things about that is there aren't many that that's very rare that's very rare i could say i could probably confidently say that 95 percent of the businesses destroyed these riots are non-black because we don't own shit 
We don't have shit. And that's a lot of the reasons that we in this predicament. And that's a big reason why we react the way we do. It's just like being a mad kid without nothing. You, 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 you easily go tear somebody else shit up. But if you done took care of your stuff and you get mad about something, you, you go take it in, you know, and think about it. You got a, you got an opportunity to get shit. You know what I'm saying? Look, Trump is out here trying to pump. He wants to pump $500 billion into the community with his whole platinum plan. Now, I know people are a little skeptical about that because, you know, I think when people see that, they think that, oh, we're just going to we're just going to go fill out an application and we're going to get like a $10,000 loan. No, what it is, you're going to have to go out there and get your crap together, meaning your credit score and get your little business plan together and all this other crap, get it approved. And then you might get granted some of that money. But the reason you don't have stuff is because you got a bunch of niggas that don't want shit, bro. Like, I mean, I, I wish we would just be honest about this. A lot of Negroes don't want shit. They want they want some free shit, some handout shit, but they don't want no long term shit that actually requires them to go put in some real elbow grease to get it popping because that requires you to do a bunch of boring work. That and we're also crabs in a barrel because even if we were the not the type that you're talking about, our mentality. Not mine, but you know, just like how we talking, you know, most niggas wouldn't even share this knowledge with each other, man. And most niggas don't want to listen to each other, man. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think it's 50 50, like what you saying, and then crabs in the barrel because it's not. Yeah, you still there? Your, your mic went out. You still there? Yeah, I muted myself. I was done. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I, I hear that whole crabs in the barrel mentality a lot. And, you know, I I used to agree with that. But then I'm like, I, I sit around sometimes and I think I'm like, nigga, I'm not in the barrel. <laughs> I, I've long since escaped the barrel. So, you know what I mean? I'm just like, I, I don't I don't really, really agree with that. Let me ask you this. Let me yeah. ask you this. Do you think that that came with age and maturity? Because I was already thinking that before you said that, like we not in a barrel, but that only came with age and maturity. You know, now well, I'm 38 and I would, you know, no nigga never tried to teach me nothing. I had to get all this knowledge on my own. I wouldn't necessarily say age and maturity because you got a bunch of people. I'm 40 years old. So it's a bunch of people older than me who are idiots who are still running around here pretending like they're 15, 20 years old. I wouldn't necessarily say it's age and maturity. I would say it is you actually acquiring a real purpose for your life and actually acquiring things of value in your life that, you know, hopefully you can transform into some type of asset. Meaning, you know, you go out there, you get your first house, you get your, you get your credit right, you start your own business, you go out there, get educated, you go get you some certifications, get you a nice job. You know, you, you just start putting yourself in hopefully in, uh, hopefully an upward mobile uh, trajectory instead of just remaining stagnant and going downhill, trying to compete with young niggas on the block. I mean, so we're, we're supposed bro, to you get the truth, man, bro. You just, you fucking the truth, man. For real. Well, I mean, I mean, these are just things. You the I, truth, these, man. A lot of young niggas, a lot of niggas need to hear this shit instead of this other bullshit, man. You the truth with what you just said. You the truth, man. Well, we, the problem is the so-called truth that I and others speak is not nowhere near as loud as the forever-ending 
the for, for a never ending woe is me white supremacy boogeyman babble that's constantly pumped out here on social media via twitter youtube now it's all over the cable news and now you even have this rhetoric coming out of politicians mouths to where they are literally out here convincing tens of thousands into the millions of black people that you are just you can't do a goddamn thing with your life you are forever stuck in victim mode even though you niggas are walking around with thousand dollar iphones and android phones and can literally transform your life through the palm of your hands with all this information being poured into that phone to where you can start i always say this bro I'm a firm believer that the smartphone in conjunction with the internet is the greatest invention in mankind. It literally brings the world to you in the palm of your hands to where you got access to all type of information and you can literally start a business off of your phone, my nigga. But people just don't, people want to use this thing for ignorance and then tune into these phones or whatever other mediums they're using to constantly get force fed this, this line of what was me shit. Why? Because at the end of the day, you just have a bunch of lazy motherfuckers out there, B. And I'm not just talking about black people, whatever, but since we're just talking about black society, it's a bunch of lazy niggas in black society that just don't want to do shit because they've been raised in households. You know, you got to remember 75% of black folks these days are born to a single mama raised in and around poverty. You got to remember, a lot of these niggas probably come from environments where they never really had to go out there and be held accountable for the shit that they do. It was always somebody else's fault. So, you know, it, it's, it's hard to preach this message to, to these youngins because the message that I preach forces you to be accountable for the shit that you can't control. I can't control every racist white person out there. But what I can control is what I choose to do with my life, the information that I choose to put in my brain and how I choose to go out there and apply it to make my life the best that I can make it. I can't control with the, you know, it's like that whole line with the, they dropping guns off in the hood. Maybe the white man is, I don't know, but how can we never see no video footage of it, but whatever. But let's just say they are dropping guns off in the hood. Nigga, you ain't got to pick them up and start blasting random kids and start killing everybody on the block to where, Cities like Chicago, I got 400 homicides, uh, not Chicago, but Philly and Chicago. I don't even know what the hell their numbers are up to. You actually have a choice in this crap, but a lot of Negroes want to sit around here and run around pretending like they literally do not have a choice in how their life operates. Like, like there's some giant white supremacist puppet master in the sky pulling all the damn strings. So my message is not popular because... My message forces you to look in the mirror and, and, and start blaming yourself for why your life sucks, and then to, until you decide to fix that shit. And and, and that's just not a, not a popular message, especially if you're raised in an environment in and around an environment where nobody's ever held you accountable for a goddamn thing. So now you're 20 years old, 30 years old, and you got this nigga 40 years old talking about you need to be held accountable for your actions. Well, you looking at me like I'm crazy as fuck. Nobody's ever told you that shit before, but you know, more people talk like me, spread that message. Maybe we can see some real change. But until then, you just gonna you're gonna have we're gonna be going, we're gonna have these same never-ending conversations, circle jerk conversations going on and on about what we need to do and how we need to do it and the white man's and the racisms. And it's like nigga, hey, I fix yourself, my, my nigga. Message. I tried to spread this message, bro, and I looked up and didn't have no friends a few years later. And I said, that's okay. That's that's what happens. That's what's supposed to happen. Hey, you feel yeah, me? I mean, 
I used to have a lot of friends when I was young. I ain't got a whole bunch of friends now. I got a couple, but you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, I ain't, I ain't got time to be hanging out with niggas. I got a wife and I got two kids I got to take care of. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it is, B. You know what I'm saying? But if I didn't have a wife and kids, I, I you know, I'd, I'd probably be out there, you know, trying to, you know, get a business started or working on my business or, you know, trying to figure out how to increase my overall value so that I'm not 55 years old uh, or 65, 75 years old working a drive through at McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to chill when I get, when I really start creeping up in age. You know what I mean? So, hell yeah, hell yeah. I got four daughters and uh, one son. My son is a year and six months. I got a daughter, man. She's 16, and you know she, you know we we raised her right, but she ended up just having a, a baby um, a couple months ago. You know what I'm saying? So she's 16 with a baby. So I'm a grandfather, but. Like, we oh, just wow. got our first house last year, you know. Life is crazy. You know, you ain't nothing for sure. Ain't nothing. Man, the connection is tripping, brother. Sure, as long as you know that. Yo, yo, your connection is like, you got the old T-Pain the thing going on, bro. I mean, I heard you say you had a, you're like a grandfather at 38 years old or something like that. After that, it was kind of like real yep. choppy. Yep. So you're yeah, a grandfather man, at 38? Um, wow. Yeah, let me just give you a rundown. Like, it'll take me a minute, man. I was with a girl from the time I was 17. And uh, five years ago, almost, she died from pancreatic cancer. It was my wife. We had two daughters. They was 11 and 7 when they died. A couple years later, I met a nice girl through my mom. And uh, we've been together almost four years. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, she had out, two. So you said, you, you said your ex-wife or, or your wife? Yeah. I guess ex wife. My wife. The, the, we never split up. Wife. We was together from the time we were seventeen okay. to like and five your, years and ago. Your two kids passed away. No, not my two kids, but my two daughters. We had two daughters, and my wife just, you know, caught pancreatic cancer and passed oh, away. Okay. Like in five yeah. weeks, it wasn't no years. It was like we we found out about it, and five weeks later, she was dead. Oh wow! Sorry to hear that. I'm it's sorry cool. That, I mean, not saying it's cool, but we worked through it. I met this nice girl. And we about to get married. We bought our first house. I had a son buyer, and it's like the Brady Bunch. So I got four daughters. I, I call her. I don't say the step daddy, step parent thing. That's fuck that. Them my daughters too. You know what I'm saying? So I got four daughters and a son. And you know, I just like the ministry hear that. Yeah. And then you know we doing the homeschooling shit. So I be at home, like shit, Mister Teacher Man. You know, I ain't out here in these streets. Used to be, but it's a beautiful life, man. And, and I wish a lot of people could, you know, could experience it, man. I'm not even like rich or nothing. It's just, it ain't got nothing to do with money. And that's what a lot of people is sucked up in is material things and what they see on TV or what the politics say or whatever party they follow. And that's like you said, man, we got to think for ourselves and do for ourselves first. I mean, that's the way it's got to be, bro. I mean, you, you you cannot help anybody else until you have first help yourself. That's just the way it is. It's like you, you ever you ever flew on an airplane before? Hell yeah, I was born in Germany. Shit. Oh, okay. So when you're on an airplane and the, and the and the the lady is going through telling you what to do in case there's an emergency, and they say when these masks come out the ceiling. What's the first thing they tell you to do? They tell the first thing they tell you to do if you're sitting next to somebody or next to a child, they say secure your mask first 
and then help out the kid and, and everybody else. I mean, you got to take care of yourself first, because if you pass out due to uh, low oxygen levels, you're going to be no good. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's the same. It's the same way in real life, man. You got to help yourself out. Get yourself into a situation where you're nice, chill, stable and financially comfortable. And then if you decide to go back out there and help, do what you do. And that's if you decide, because I don't shame people for not wanting to go help, because I can understand as to why somebody wouldn't want to go back out into the community and help. I can understand that totally. But I can also understand that somebody does want to do it. But what I don't understand is a bunch of broke people running around here talking about we got to help each other. Nigga, you're broke. All Everybody's broke, B. What are you going to do? Somebody needs to get up out this brokenness, get their stuff together, and then go out there and start helping other people. If you want to do that. Take care of yourself, B. Get yourself right. And it sounds like that's what you've done. And you're doing that with, you know, your, your daughters and your, your stepdaughter. Or, well, you know, your, your blended family, I should say. And, you know, hopefully you can, everything will work out to the best, of, you know, to the best of you and your wife's ability, y'all raised some productive young babies over there. Or I don't know how young the kids are, but y'all raised some cheerings over there. Go out there and do all the right things. And, you know, that's that's all you really can control at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, trying to go out there and save every other black person is a futile endeavor. Save you and your family first, nigga. And that's what I was saying. Like, I got four daughters. One just had a baby. And I got a son. I don't got time to sit out here and save the world and get out here and march and shit like that people like you ain't going to the march you ain't vote listen my interest is in my family i'm like a president i don't give a fuck about who get elected because i've been elected i'm the president of this bitch and my wife the vice president we got a nation in here uh -oh. and our nation can help build other nations you did you know my wife you would be like, like my secretary <laughs> You sound like uh, you sound like you support the system of uh, patriarchy. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. If you support patriarchy, uh, no, join the other side. You just heard what he said. He said he's the he's the president and his wife's the VP. That that is literally how I view my my household. I run. I, I'm the head nigga in charge. You know, basically, I, I tell people I don't believe in. 50, I'm definitely 50. a supporter of that. I believe yes, in. Sir. 51 49 i'll let my wife have 49 percent of the power i got 51 percent because i'm the man I'm the, I'm, I'm the i'm the one that has to go investigate when there you know something goes bump in the night we lose our house or we just financially become all that all that's gonna fall on me you know what i'm saying so yeah, that's just the way i was raised that's how i see my parents do it that's how i see my grandparents do well, it I've been, and before my grandparents died they were married for like 50 damn something years like my, my, my wife would tell me like we have a disagreement and uh most of the time she'd come and say, You know what, you was right. That decision that you were saying was right because now look, you know, and I don't sit here as a man. Now you can't have that position and say, Look, I told you and we'll no, I say, Well it is what it is. We got it. You feel me? That's where niggas get it fucked up. Okay, we can't be patriarchs and then down our women when they don't choose the right shit. You know, I'm learning that. Like, shit, keep her confident. Let her make choices, you know? Let them, let them fall to the ground. You feel me? But it ain't like a controlling thing. And I wouldn't dare deal with the matriarchy because that shit is crazy. I was raised up in that, and that's bullshit. Yeah. 
Marcos Gonzalez. I don't know my daddy. Don't none of my cousins know their daddy unless it's my uncle child. My grandmother was always single. That's bullshit, man. And then come Hello. to find out, my grandfather built a house from his fuck with his bare hands, and she left him. I said, damn, this nigga built a house for him, you, and seven kids, and ended up cheating. Something ain't right. Something ain't adding up. Marcos nah. Gonzalez. I'm not going to build no house with my bare hands in the 50s. Hold up, bro. Hold up. Marcos Gonzalez. Click the link and come on up here. Click the link and come on up here, Marcos Gonzalez. Click the link. Let's go. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Click this link and come on up here. Oh shit, we about to get in, into some manosphere. Hey, Marcos Gonzalez, he, he's here. <laughs> I want to hear his opinion. He says, I'm 100% positive all the women in your lives are a thousand percent, a thousand times wiser than this. Come on up here, Marcos. Click the link. Come on up here and explain it. You sound like one of those 50 50 figures. That is like, a woman. Like hey, 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 hey. That is a woman, my boys. Yeah, that, that sound that did sound like a woman, man. That's that sounded like a woman talking point. Well, let's, how the let's, hell yeah, you take he, the women argument? This, this is this is a this is a, this is a liberal. This, this is one of them dudes who believes who, who uh you know when when he's laying in bed with his woman, she spoons him. That's the type of that's the type of dude Marcos is. Come on up here, Marcos. Come on up here and explain explain these crazy liberal ideologies you got. Click the link. Let's hit. I put the link in the chat. Click it. He the type, Marco's the type of dude, when he's slow dancing with his woman, he puts his hands on her shoulders and her hands go around his waist. That's the type of, that's the type of dude Marco's sound like. Come on up here, Marco's. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> she got his hands on his waist. <laughs> uh, that, that's not like a woman argument, bro. That's not even nowhere near. This is what I'm saying. I don't, I don't see, you know. Male logic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, if you're a real man, and you actually value the traditional role of a man and a woman, and you believe in leading. I, you know, I, I don't see. I don't know what the hell this guy is talking about. Because my parents have been married for thirty-seven years. What? No, wait. Coming up on thirty-eight years. I've been married for almost fifteen. Before my grandparents passed away, they were married for like fifty freaking something years. And every and all the men were the head of the household, and everybody was happy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I don't understand this logic. I want to. I want to hear from this dude. Now he's looking for his headphones. Okay, that means he ain't coming up. He got. He got to go ask his woman for for her headphones. Because <laughs> Brad, that, that's that, that that's some funny ass shit, man. That that's like uh, one of my homies uh, was asking his old lady for permission to kiss. I, I said, you asking. You guys getting permission to do something? Cause what are you gonna do? He gonna come up here. You guys, you guys support patriarchy and, and, and Trump is racist and, and, and white supremacy. And, 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 and he gonna say all the stuff we already know he's about to say, y'all. But you know, let's let's hear him if he comes up. Damn, we already yes. know the script. I support patriarchy. Yes, I'm a I'm a fan of the man wearing the pants in the family. I'm a fan of of uh. Girls to be girls. 
damn right. I'm a fan of that. Absolutely. I got two sons right now. I'm not raising them to be little girls. I'm not allowing my sons to decide if they want to be girls or if they want to wear dresses. Uh oh, Marcus, they come up. Let's see what Marcus got. Marcos got to say. I'm not raising them to be little girls. All right, hey, you're gonna have to turn your Marcos. You're gonna have to turn your. Uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yo, come on. What are you talking about? Also, also, all this shit talking before I plug my headphones in. Let me plug my headphones in and then talk shit. Uh, uh, that's not how it works. This is my channel. I but you guys I, were right. I did have to ask my girlfriend where my headphones were. I knew, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean uh, I'm a bitch. It just means I misplaced them earlier. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so you guys are really proud of Lil Wayne endorsing Trump? I didn't say I was proud of it. I said, hey, kudos to the man. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of Wayne like that anymore either. I, I, I support him not being scared to back down to the, to the nutcase liberals out there like I'm assuming you are. How much do you think Trump paid him? Huh? How much do you think Trump paid him? Why, why, how, how, much does, how much did Biden pay all the other celebrities that endorsed him? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he paid some of them something, but so and to be fair, maybe 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 I'm not being fair to Lil Wayne, but like I I did look at so uh wait, are, are you guys are all black? Correct. Uh, uh yeah. I did look at the uh the I guess the employment numbers or it was some sort of metric and it was like better than it had been. But like the idea that it's the idea that it's just like he's responsible for that solely rather than him inheriting like an ep economic uptick. Like it's pretty clear that he he inherited like a historically strong economy. That's not even true. Well, well, no, no, it, no, is. No. it is. Well, well, here's the thing. Everybody, every president, when it crosses over to a new president, they all it, it bleeds over, bro. So the successes are the failures from the previous president bleeds over into the new. But with the, but prior to this pandemic, the man was in office for three and a half years. Whatever policies he implemented, because you have to give him credit that this is part this is part of his economy as well for the first three and a half years. It obviously whatever policies he implemented, I don't recall seeing a bunch of black folks out there begging for money on the side of the street. Every black person that I know has been buying houses. Getting pay raise, taking trips, living life, B. So whatever Trump's been doing for three and a half years didn't roll back whatever Obama had started to do. Until now, right? Well, this, this <laughs> he's doing that already. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we can't ignore the fact that we have an actual crisis right now, and this, and the president needs to step up and like handle it. This was going to happen if Hillary had won. What do you think? Hillary's just gonna come out there and and and, and put up a wrap America up in some bubble wrap or something like that? Like this was gonna happen. <laughs> no, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. It's the the issue with the virus is like it, it it matters how quickly a country responds at the beginning, right? So like these countries that were able to completely handle it, like South Korea, um, they they did all the measures that we started doing in like June and July. They did that shit in like February and March, so they stopped the South the, like, Korea ain't shit. They're a small ass country that basically stay on lockdown anyway. Ain't nobody really traveling there like that anyway. 
they're way more densely populated. So like the vi virus actually spreads. Yeah, but if ain't nobody coming in and out, it don't matter how densely populated it is. Yeah. Well, let me ask you something. What 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 is the percentage of deaths right now, man? Just here in America. What do you mean, like the per case or something? No, out of all the total cases, when you when you do the percentage out of out of how many people who have died versus how many people who hasn't, what's the what does the percentage come out to be? Oh, I have no idea, man. No. All right, well, very small, very let's small. Let's look it up right now. Very I don't know small. Let's look at the numbers. Very small. Like two hundred thousand in the millions. Very. Small. I know someone. Someone's got a computer up. We'll wait. But do like a. It's got to be a reputable source. Don't put up like Daily Caller, some Ben Shapiro shit. Dude, I just went to Google. What city? What cities do you guys live in? Two hundred and twenty-eight thousand. Let's let's find the uh, where are we at? Oh, here we go, right here. So wait, we wait, got so, nine so million cases. Two hundred thousand out death? of nine million. A very number of small. deaths per case. We're about, to, we're, about, we're about to figure out the, the the chances of you dying from this, right? So we're gonna take two hundred twenty-eight thousand. Divide that by. Wait, nine wait, but million. let me ask you. Let me ask you: Are we trying to find out? How many people in general around the world die of coronavirus? Are we trying to find out, like, compared comparing the United States to like other countries, what is our death rate per, Listen, per I'm case? Just, I'm just doing the percentage for America right now. So based off of these numbers, you oh, take okay. you take two hundred twenty-eight thousand. Hey, just let them get this. Out. Hey, let them get this out the way. America is the worst in the world. Okay, we'll hold get on, no, Hold on, okay? let me let me say what America I got to say. The worst. You have. Listen, is it? You got, you got 228,000 deaths, 9 million cases. That means you have a 2% chance of dying, bro, which means you have a 98%. That means you have a 98% chance of living. No, that's not 2%. I oh, just, my God. That's lower than 2%, percent, right? Literally just did the math. Divide it. Very small. Okay, okay. Divided by 9 yeah. A little over two percent, right? Okay, two and two, two point five percent. If you want me to, that's way higher than I thought. I thought it was only like one percent. That that still means you got like a ninety eight percent chance of living, dude. Then what it's are like, you talking about, then, dude? Me or your buddy? I'm talking about Marco. You, you mean like it's so serious that there's a one percent chance of a motherfucking dying? One to two percent, dog. No, no, like, but but when you when you use these little percentages, right, and you spread them out over populations of three hundred million people, <laughs> and the like virulent nature in which the virus spreads, then you start getting into death tolls. So like what are we going to do? Are we going to get to zero? Because if I mean if I'm at two yeah. and I got to reach for the stars and I'm trying to get to zero. What could he do? Be perfect is what you're saying? I mean, he don't got a 1% margin without people saying he didn't respond quick enough? No, but like, I, I mean, how, I mean, if anything else, he's got to be perfect. I the mean, president right? has, the president and his like, if I you know, 100 jump shots and I miss one, I'm damn near perfect. Well, but you you're know, saying a, I'm not. That's not a, uh, it's not a good analogy. <laughs> well, what is your point, though, like, what do you when do, you do about it? One thing you don't do is, like, diminish. Definitely good. 
I, I mean, it's a public health crisis, right? And the president has to be a leader on it. And one way he could do that is how by- can you get better than two percent? Hey, hold on, hold on. So it's a so what what is Trump not doing? So what he the mistakes he made early on was to deny that it was an issue publicly and to make it to to politicize it, right? So you have Republican governors responding in ways that like you know, are they're like, oh, we're not like, what's his name down in Florida? I forget his name. Uh, DeSantis. Yeah. I live in Florida. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. He's like, you know what? Oh, we're just going to open everything up. And then you get these events and, you know, it, it, we just end up, we end up getting back to square one. And like, I don't understand this idea that it's like, oh, we need to reopen the economy. Uh, the economy is not going to reopen if people are going to die. Like it's not a matter of people artificially closing the economies down. The stock market tanked initially because of the fear of the pandemic. It didn't tank initially because like they were fearing government I live, response. I live in, I live with, in, with, listen, I live in Florida, bro. Here are the numbers right here. Yeah. You have a 2% chance of dying from it in Florida as well. That's still really high. That means you have a 98% chance of living. <laughs> Yeah, 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 but again, again. So you have to break it down by demographic. Like, who are the people who are getting it? Probably, probably young people. people. Probably, probably people who are going to die from 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 whatever from the from the damn flu any damn way. Well, your boy, your boy Trump. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We got to remember that a lot of deaths were claimed to be COVID deaths when there really weren't two. Oh my God! Come on, man. At the end of the day, Marco, at the end of the day, here's the thing. Yeah. Do you need a politician to tell you to put a mask on your face and stop breathing in people's faces or have enough common sense to just go out there on your own and that, you know, you live, we're living in a time of a pandemic to go out there on your own and do things that you feel like you need to do to protect yourself. Do you need Trump to get up there and tell you to wear a mask? Or are you old enough to think maybe I should potentially wear a mask so I don't have so I don't spread my cooties around? Or maybe I should practice some social distancing until this thing calms down a little bit so I can minimize the chances of me getting it. Do you need a politician to tell you this? Or are you well, grown enough? Let me ask to you. Do, do you need own? a politician to tell people not to drive drunk? Or do you leave it up to people to make that wise decision not to do that? No, of course you need you need government to punish people for doing things that they should know better but, not to do, right? To to punish people and hold them accountable for 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 common sense things like that. Is that what you're yes. saying? It, oh. it, the issue is, is does your behavior cause harm to other people? And if it does, then the government has a legitimate role in regulating that. That's common sense. That's 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 as like clear to me as anything else. If you can harm me by breathing on me, then, then, then stay, then stay inside. Then stay, stay inside. Ass inside. Hey, man, I go out and play soccer with my buddies on the pitch, and we're fine. And I live in a big city, and you know we don't are always wearing, wear masks. But wearing, oh, 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 you're not wearing masks when you're outside playing soccer. No, no, no. you're crazy. crazy. You crazy. So, but, but what if you're out there harming your friends, Marco? You, you didn't think about your friends' lives when you're breathing, huffing and puffing on them as you're trying to, you know, kick a kick a little field goal or something. I don't know all the proper soccer terminology, but whatever. My so, man Cristiano is pretty much uh, <laughs> proving <laughs> that. You know he's got COVID, right? Testing, it seemed to be very false positives, man. 
What? <laughs> it's what false positive. Are you talking about because he wasn't able to play yesterday? Dude, he's literally been quarantined for how long? For a whole three week. Hold up, but Marco, Marco, you just said you're outside playing soccer with your buddies, and y'all are not wearing masks. Marco, are you out there endangering the lives of your buddies? How come you're yeah. not out there with a mask? Oh, oh, so you are <laughs> endangering the lives of your buddies? So no, man. Like, look, look, okay. like what you're saying is what you're saying is. People should have common sense to understand when and when not to wear a mask, right? We are playing soccer. There's some risk involved with, with most of the shit we're doing. Grocery shopping, playing soccer, going to bars. Bars are open here. But, like, you know, when it comes to, like, common sense, you know, in bars, in grocery so, stores, in malls. You want a politician to enforce policies that you yourself is admitting that you're not going to follow any damn way. And then well, you're I, sitting I, think, here, I think you're trying to like rig the question, right? Like, come on. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You just said earlier. Let's just let's yeah. talk about government. No, no, no. You said earlier. What's the government's role? Hey, hold up. You said earlier politicians should be out there enforcing rules, policies, etc., to make sure people aren't out there hurting each other willfully. Then Less than a minute or two later, you're telling me you're out here, you're outside playing soccer with your friends with no mask on. What? So, oh, aren't, you, aren't you voluntarily doing the things that you believe that the government should be preventing you from doing? Well, you know, look, do you, <laughs> do you watch nice. any sports or soccer? I mean, we got one soccer yes, fan, do. but hey, okay. don't, don't uh, how many of them answer, wear, wear masks? Answer the question. Are you not out there doing the exact same thing that you claim that the government needs to prevent people like you from doing? Look, man, I know what you're doing, and and it's a common Republican. It's a common Republican thing to like always search for hypocrisy, man. Always look for a hypocrite. That's not what's going on here. Let me let me answer what's going on. Let me answer what's going on, and I'll explain the situation. So, soccer is a medium impact sport. The risk of playing it is moderate to low it's not as risky as being in a bar drinking it's not as risky as being in a large group of people i have a son but that there's used to some play risk soccer. i have a son there's that used some to play soccer. i know how soccer works my son played soccer for two years and guess what when you play soccer a lot of y'all are within close contact to one another to where you're yeah, yeah. breaking but the, it's not considered a high the, impact so but, like high impact on, is boxing wrestling football but Marcos, we're told by Dr. Fauci and everybody else we need to keep a bear, a perimeter, or whatever, uh, a bubble from everybody else. And we're told we're supposed to wear a mask. You're up here so advocating that the feet. government should be, or whatever that damn thing is. I believe it's six feet. But six I know feet, we play 15 minutes, 15 minutes, uh, six, six feet. Say, say what? Say that again. So, so you want to be less uh, you want to maintain at least six feet so so close contact covid risk is being less than six feet from somebody for f longer than 15 minutes marcos listen dude li listen listen y'all i got a son that plays soccer y'all are is he good or is he bad well What's he don't play anymore he played when he was like oh, he didn't play anymore okay no, just hold kidding. up but i listen you are playing a sport 
where you guys are less than six feet apart from each other all the time. I, I watch soccer mm -hmm. occasionally on TV. Mm -hmm. So I see y'all are breathing in your face. You're breathing air particles out of your face. Where's your mask? No. You're sweating on each other. There's only so much you can get from the hypocrisy argument. And it's not going to work here because I'm telling you, I like, I understand it. You literally said you do. You said you think government. Let, let me ask you this. Do you really not think Trump could have handled it better? And, and no. if not, what explains the difference between us and these other countries that are more, more. I, 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 can I say this? I'll explain yeah. what the difference is. He could have handled it better. Hold on, no, no, no. The Only in a 2% margin. No, here is, here, here's the difference between why America has the numbers we have versus other countries. It's because of people like you, Marcos. Want to play soccer and like shit. Want to go out there <laughs> without the mask because you don't want, because deep down inside, you don't want to be told to wear a damn mask. You believe that the politicians should mandate masks, but you yourself admit you're not even going to follow the damn rules because you want to play soccer. Why? Because that is what Americans do. Americans he's a like lefty. Because he's America, a lefty. I'm a lefty. Being told what to do at the end of the day. That's what you it all even, let me ask you this. Do you believe what you're saying right now, or are you just saying it? He doesn't only believe you really it, but believe he know it. it, and it's true. I what have are you talking about. But your buddy was going to say your buddy was going to say something first, where he was said he could have handled it better. But hmm? who? Oh yeah, I, I, who me? I think so. Somebody else. Yeah, I said um, he could have handled it better. Yeah, two percent better, or whatever less than that is in your mind. How much better than that can you get? I don't know if he has control over the death rate because that seems like a you know how developed is your healthcare well, system? You how many ventilators do what you have? What are you judging it by? You judge it by the spread. Whether you know, for example, uh, the president can't control that. Yeah, yeah, no, he could. Right? No, people like they, you. Listen, what, what, what did he just say? People like you who want to play basketball. fucking soccer with their buddies <laughs> without a mask. Well, no. So soccer is actually not a, a big spreader. No, no, no. Soccer's not. So like Cristiano and <laughs> McKinney got it. Well, they didn't get it from playing on, on the soccer. field. I'm not blaming on soccer. Just let's get that clear, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so like, what could he do? Right. Let's look at the spectrum of things he could do. We he, we could do an Italy in March thing, where or we could do a Wuhan in February thing where they're literally bolting people's doors shut. <laughs> so, so they would lock people in their homes <laughs> from the are you, outside. How are you the, the, that's not no, freedom. No, hold on, hold on. Oh, that yeah, yeah. But, freedom, but I'm just, it's a thought experiment, right? Here, here's the, here's the, the, the range of, of options that a central you know, authority could do from a public health emergency. The 2% of options, the 2% of options, I might just say, 2%. What do you mean? I don't get two percent of options. Yeah. How are you going to play? How are you going to play soccer? I'm lock you in your your apartment, man. No, I wouldn't be able to, and and I don't think that's a reasonable way of handling it. But China did it. China did it. Yeah, and they got the virus under control real fast. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They did. They did in China. In China, they did. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't, man. People are yeah. about their numbers. What the fuck? No, no, no. So they had an outbreak in Wuhan maybe like three months ago, two months ago. So they, what they did there is they tested 
all the 9 million people in Wuhan in like a week. And it was mandatory, obviously. I mean, China is an authoritarian state, so they can do this shit, right? But like when a when you have a severe public health emergency where millions of people could die, like there there's a constitutional basis for emergency kind of like health powers. I don't think we have the cultural kind of like you know wherewithal for like you know because I want to play soccer and you guys want to like you know do whatever you want to do. All of this could be solved if you just stayed in the house and stopped playing soccer. It's people like you who want to go outside and play soccer and breathe in other people's faces without masks on. Hey man, I haven't gotten COVID. On. How do we know? No one, has, no one at our field's gotten COVID. But Did also, you're not, you're not being honest. You're trying to point out the hypocrisy. I get it. I'm, but I'm like, pointing out my own words. Like, come on, man. Like, dude. Uh, to be honest, uh, really, the media was trying to spin it like it was just white folks spreading it. When I saw dudes on YouTube, dudes that I know, they wasn't wearing no masks. They were still fucking these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, like, no one, no one's saying only white people spread coronavirus, dude. Literally, people they understand that. It, people at least I live in DC. People, I live in DC. This shit is fucking up, like the north part of DC, which is mostly like Hispanic and black. No, like, but white people bought it over here, man. I ain't going. I ain't even going to sit up there in front with you. I can guarantee you, when it came Chinese, into the country, Chinese it was white people it. bringing it, bro. Chinese people brought it. Chinese people bought it. Bro. No, no, no. So Chinese people were going to Europe, and then Europeans Man, it was came over Americans here. over there infected with that shit that it's came back over China. here through other countries. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's China's fault, man. The China virus. Yeah. No, yeah. no, don't call it that, man. Don't why don't go hard on my Chinese my Chinese that, friends, bro. Is that, why is that, you, is that racist yeah. to you? No, I, I, no, I think Chinese people. Hey, it's easy, like, it's easy to be like hard on Chinese people. Yeah, right? Do you eat bad? Hey, do you, do, do you eat bats? Do What's you up? eat bats? Do I eat bats? Do you eat bats? No, but neither do neither do most Chinese people. Well, I, I like listen. I like Chinese food. So, but I'm still gonna call it the China virus. It is what it is. It came from China. China, China virus. Chinese okay. Food. Did you know that the Spanish flu came from the United States? That's something I found out this no, year. No, I didn't know. That. <laughs> That's true. I didn't know that. I don't know. Yeah, it came from a, a army base in Wichita, I guess. Well, I'd have to look that up to verify. I don't know. No, that shit is true. It's true. Dude, bring on Tasha the two three eight Italy or something. He brought it from like Italy. Bring in Tasha two three eight because he he's talking shit in the chat. He needs to come up. He he needs to come up because to be click, honest, they want to click the link. They can come up. I'm I'm only gonna be here. I ain't gonna be here all night. <laughs> like, come on, Marco. How are you gonna get mad at other people for not doing what you're not doing, Bray? A nigga bought some weed for me the oh, other day. Marco, he had a mask Marco. on. I sprayed. Marco, that how do you how do you feel about how do you feel about? Um, hold on, let's ask Marcos. How do you feel about Weezy supporting Trump? Is he still here, Marcos? All right, I don't know if he's still here or not. All right, well, he's gone. All right, so that was enough of that. So, listen, the dude, man, the dude, your man Marcos literally hopped up on here and was advocating for government to regulate, basically regulate people wearing masks and, and engaging in social distancing. And then he turns around here and says 
he goes outside and plays soccer with his buddies with no mask on. Like, wait, wait, wait a second. But you were just in favor of the government. Oh, is Marco's back? Let's yeah, wait, I don't Did I get dropped or, you know, boot me if you want. Let me know if I'm overstaying my welcome. Now, you weren't saying that. I thought you had dropped off. I asked you a no, question. Yeah, I don't know what happened. about Wheezy endorsing Trump? What are your thoughts? Who's on Wheezy? Is that Lil Wayne? I don't listen to rap. You know who it is. I listen Lil to jazz, bro. Okay. Lil Wayne. There you go. How you feel about that? Our left wing. Hey, bro, I'm a leftist, man. How you know he a rapper? <laughs> I've heard Wheezy, but I've heard Jeezy. You know who he is, you know. man. You crazy, bro. He said, you is that Lil Wayne? Oh, I, I know Lil Wayne. I don't. I didn't know his. I, I didn't know his nickname was Wheezy. How do you feel about this picture, though? Lil Wayne endorsing Trump. I think it's pretty embarrassing, to be what's honest. Em- what's embarrassing about it? Well, like, look, you know. I don't listen to rap. I think a lot of rappers are pretty stupid. Lil Wayne's pretty fucking dumb. You know, he, he's a obviously a clever businessman and a great musician, but like... That's an oxymoron. On, How can he be dumb but be a smart businessman, bruh? Lil Wayne. That didn't make sense. No, have you never met like a businessman? <laughs> they can be really dense, but you also like... crazy. All, all well, you ask, you. like... Do you There's a difference between like intelligence and wisdom and like... I'm sorry, go ahead. Do you feel the same way about celebrities that endorse Biden? Depends on who they are. Sometimes it can be like weird and like cringy and you're like, oh, fuck, you know, like, oh, some, I don't know, like who's a good example, like Cher, like like Cher singing for Biden during like a rally. It's like, who the fuck, why would anyone care about Cher? But like there are others like The Rock, you know, if The Rock is like, yo, vote for Biden, Kamala Harris, you're like, wow, this guy understands that he's probably like going to alienate some of his base or like some of his like fans, but he thinks it's important enough to do. Eminem said, fuck Trump. He don't give a fuck about his fan base. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, how did you feel about Cardi B? Somebody on the screen. How do you feel about Cardi B endorsing Biden and, and actually speaking to Biden doing a little interview she did with him? I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. What did she say? What was it? She sat down and interviewed Biden a couple weeks ago. Where she, you know, she <laughs> yeah. You, you, how did you miss that? She's the most. Po- she's probably the most popular rapper in the industry right now, or one of the most. So, how do you feel about that? Is she really? Yeah, dude, where, you live in DC. How do you know? How do you not know this? this I don't listen over- to rap, really. You don't gotta listen to the rap. It was all over the national news. Yeah, you don't gotta even listen to music. It's all over every news, fucking everything. What the I don't watch mainstream news, bro. I, I, I listen to to talking points from communist China. No, I'm just kidding. No, I listen to NPR and shit, dude. I'm a nerd, man. I listen I watch PBS NewsHour and listen to NPR. I don't I don't I have no idea what you guys are talking about. But so that you, sounds hilarious and why do you not have done that? <laughs> That's ridiculous. No, she they actually did I don't know what was it, like a thirty minute interview or something. She was asking them all kind of questions making all kind of weird sound effects during the interview and, and all this crap but she's the didn't she like the, rob a guy when he was like passed out or like mini men uh I, she like I, I, drugged yes. men and stole from them <laughs> yes she did she's accused of, she's admitted to doing some things in her past but regardless of all that she interviewed Biden she, you, you, know, you should overlook all that right but how do you feel about her I mean, I mean, think- I, I don't, I don't know shit besides besides her drugging dudes to steal their money, but, but I, you know, like, 
I don't know, man. Like, you can't expect everybody who endorses the politician to be, like, an intellectual or whatever. So, like, yeah, Lil Wayne's here. He's got this picture. It looks silly, right? It, it To me, it looks, like, ridiculous because they're doing this stupid thumbs-up thing, which looks lame, you know? Look, any like, what's he wearing, you know? And then do you honestly think that Trump was like, oh, uh, Mr. Wayne, Mr. Wayne, uh, uh, Lil Wayne, uh, what do you think the most pressing issues are, you know, and Lil Wayne's like, get me some Zanny pills for like, you know, $2, $2 a pop and like, I'm good. You got to pump the brakes. See, Trump has been ingrained in hip hop culture for like 20 something years, B. As in literally. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not. Sorry, making, wait, well, how? I'm literally not making this up. He's been in and around. He's been around hip hop artists for like 20, 30 years now. What do you mean? He's been. I honestly don't know. Exactly about about it. You could be right for all I know. I mean, literally, what I just mean. What I mean. He's been in and around. Give me some examples. There are countless rappers who makes who have made who have made songs about him or featured him in lyrics. There's tons of pictures of him. Going all the way back to the 90s, where he's taking pictures with rappers, they're all at his events, he's at some of their events, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. He's been you're telling me you're telling me Donald Trump listens to rap. How old, how old are you? Let me ask I'm you. I'm 36. So you're 36 years old, so you're four years younger than me. How do you not know this? We came that up and Donald Trump is a rap impresario, bro. I didn't say no, was, I don't know because it's not true. But say, I'm asking you for examples of his like. How is he like enmeshed in rap culture? I didn't say he listens to rap. I said he had, listen, we can just do a Google search right now for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got, Find you got five 40 songs with rappers that weren't taken in the last month. And right. Dude, you're going to find Snoop. <laughs> Dude, you're going to find Snoop. <laughs> you're going to find Puffy. Yo, Snoop, he, Snoop voted for you're the first time. You hear about this? It's ridiculous he hadn't voted before, but. He uh he voted Look for the dude, turn your top flag off. This is this is this is him and Diddy right here. Oh, look at that. Who else? Besides this is him and little John. rappers, bro. These are all rappers. Diddy raps. This is little John. This is Snoop Dogg. This is Diddy back in the 90s. You could tell because look Diddy. how young Diddy looks in the face. Diddy would be a total Trump supporter. This John little John uh Here's him and Mike Tyson. <laughs> Did you say Mike Tyson? Yeah, look how young Donald Trump is in this picture. And this is a young Mike Tyson. This is. Wait, back I think I'm getting. Uh, I think I'm. Oh, I got some uh, lag, so the video is a little bit okay. behind your commentary. There he is. And Al Sharpton. There he is huh. with Dr. King, Jesse Jackson, Muhammad Ali. Man, he's down with the cause, then, huh? I mean, you know, he, he loves Negroes. <laughs> he loves Negroes. I, I, you know what? I won't lie. Like it's. Oh yeah, wait. He 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 actually got uh the rapper. What's what's this rapper's name? Uh, that dude from New York. Uh, y'all know what I'm talking about the one that got locked up overseas last year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ASAP Rocky. The, he ASAP got Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. For getting ASAP Rocky out of jail. Mm -hmm. At like ten years in prison. Yeah. So what do you what do you think the black vote was going to be? Twenty percent Republican 30, this time. 
I'm kind of might be about 20 to 25. I think it's a lot of closeted black Republicans out there. That's what yeah, I know. There are, there are. But I think I think 20 is the ceiling. 20%. If you got 20%, that would be a lot. Marcos, are you Mexican or are you Cuban? I'm Me- uh, half Mexican, half white. Okay, okay. Like so Cubans, culturally white. All, my, all my Cuban homies, they, they pretty much got a boy locked in. So. Culturally white. Y'all heard him. He said he's culturally white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, grew up in Kansas City and uh, my dad's Mexican, but like we didn't really have a Mexican household, you know. Okay. That's well, cool. You know, man. I don't expect Mexicans to really be on oh boy side. <laughs> oh what? I would not I don't I don't expect Mexicans to be on a boy's side. So I, I kinda somewhat get it. No, 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 no. I, I get I get the bias. I, I understand the bias. Well, You'd be surprised. It's, it's a lot of Mexican Cuban Trump supporters out there. Well the Cubans, I understand it, but the mess uh, the Mexicans a lot of Mexicans too. Yeah, I do. I, I see it here in LA too. So uh but you know, Cubans mostly got a boy locked in. Because Cubans run Florida dog. <laughs> well, well, Cubans got Florida, bro. One right. thing I can say is, Marcos, your bias, your bias. No, nah, I mean it's cool. He can have his opinions and everything, and you know that's fine. I, I don't, I don't really care one way or another. But I'm just saying, when it comes to this whole Trump and and Lil Wayne thing, listen, I'm not, I'm not a super. I used to be a fan of Lil Wayne back in the day with his music. Uh, you know, probably after the the album had Lollipop on it, the Carter Three, I think it was. I think I stopped listening to Lil Wayne because he just became he, he turned into a full blown mumble rapper. Then he birthed all these other mumble rappers after that. But I'm just saying, I applaud Lil Wayne for not bowing down to the crowd and and acting like I mean, if this is who Lil Wayne, if this is what he actually believes and he supports Trump, kudos to him. I just applaud him for not bowing down to the crowd and the masses and, and worrying about cancel culture and worrying about, oh, you black, you supposed to be voting for a Democrat. Nah, he can vote for whoever he wants to vote for. He's a fucking American, American citizen at the end of the goddamn day. Black people aren't, we're not just supposed to vote for, for Biden because we're black. Like that's, 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 in my opinion, that's the shit Chelsea Handler said and the shit Joe Biden said. That's, that's the true definition of racism right there. You sitting around here dictating what a black person can do based off of their skin color. That's the true definition of racism. But nobody wants to call that out. No, they just want us to fall in line like some porch monkeys. <laughs> I mean, that's what they did back in Jim Crow. You can't drink from this water fountain. You got to go through the back door. You can't, you know, you know what I'm saying? You can't eat at this restaurant, whatever, whatever. Why? Because you're black. Well, you got two white people, Chelsea Handler and Joe Biden out here talking about you're supposed to just support Biden because you're black. Isn't that textbook classic racism right there? We, 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 Marcos left. Oh, I, I guess he left. But isn't that text that, that's that's a uh, standard textbook classic racism? And I don't see how people can ignore that aspect. So I don't know. So listen, this ain't about me being a yeah. I voted for Donald Trump. But this ain't. Yo, I'm not, I'm, I'm, are you, are you, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry, my I don't know what happened. I got booted. Uh, yeah, no, I I was saying uh, I, I'm not sure how bad uh how far back we went there. 
how long was I like not able to be heard? I honestly wasn't paying attention. I don't know. <laughs> okay. What city, do you, what cities do you guys live in? One in LA and one in Florida. Yeah. But you guys have, so like, what are the issues that like black people face there? I mean, you know, same issues as everybody else, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everybody else. Come on, man. Like, look, the people in Southeast DC don't face the same issues that like poor white people face in Independence, Missouri. I mean, it's some drug shit, but like, it's different, different stuff. I mean, I, I don't think it's really that different. You got, you got a bunch of poor people who want resources, and then you got people with money who got resources, and it's a tug of war to see where the resources get allocated to if they get allocated. I mean, I think that's just a common theme, no matter where you live in America. What do you think the best thing that Donald Trump has done for uh, people in like Southeast DC or like uh, South Kansas City or like East St. Louis? Like, w w just like concretely, I'm talking about like a policy, um, a policy that he's responsible for. Well, I, I don't know the That's really local job. East St. Louis is a shithole. I don't know the, the inner, inner workings of those cities politically because I don't live there and I'm not from those places. I really well, you can't say he's helped them out. Well, well, Gee, they're like, blue. Gee, they're blue. I say black people. I'm talking about just black people in general. You're asking me to get into some local politics for a city that living. I've never even been to St. Louis. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can only speak nationally. I can't speak down to the local political level how it's helped uh, a June bug who lives on East East. No, you're missing my point, man. You're missing my point. I'm, I'm asking you, like, what? What are just all right? So forget the fact that I mentioned particular places. What are some policies that he has enacted uh, that have helped black people? All right, for one, we could talk about this whole funding of HBCUs. So I went to an HBCU. I went to Tuskegee oh, University. Nice. Which one? I went to Tuskegee University from 1998 to 2002, right? Majored in aerospace engineering. So I ain't no stupid nice. idiot either. But the thing is, he's fund, he's permanently funded HBCUs because HBCUs would have to come back to the White House year after year begging for money. Well, he set it up to where he's put more money in the pot than there was already allocated towards them. And then he said to where they don't have to coming back year after year asking for the same damn old money. So that's, that's one thing he's done. I can just rattle off the top of my head that I believe is a benefit because I went to HBCU and I know how it was. And they were always asking, please donate uh, alumni, donate, donate. We need money. We're on the verge of being closed down. I, listen, I, I know all about that life. I went to an HBCU. So that's one thing. I mean, there's some others, but that's just the main one. Yeah. Okay, maybe I should ask more. What's <laughs> another one? Because that only—that's like a niche thing, right? That's something that you like him for, and that's—but uh, it counts, right? We can talk about record low unemployment numbers for Black folks, but then you're going to say that's because of Obama. Well, then I'm going to come back and but be you know, like, that's true. That's why I would say it because it's true, and you know it's true. No, no, no. I'm going to come back and say, well, what has he done in the past years to destroy what Obama has done? Because the numbers have oh, just wow. gotten no, it has got as far as unemployment for black folks, it oh, seems like, like the numbers have gotten lower and lower for black people. We like to credit Obama with setting the trend. Well, I didn't Trump had didn't mess up the trend. He kept it going. So do you think the the pandemic response is like you don't you don't count it, right? You say what? Say you don't think again? it counts? You don't think the economic uh, outfall or um, uh, the what? economic 
consequences is, of the pandemic response, you don't, you just don't count them. No, that was not, because of counted. It would have been any whether it's a Democrat or Republican, it would have been the same. And regardless of who was in office. Okay, I don't think that's true, but yeah. How is that not true, dog? What? what are because you it's not about? true. Because it could have been handled better. Well, well, okay, Marco, what is your solution? What is your solution? Lock everybody in. No, my Lock solution. Everybody in. Try to fill it in people's head. So, so hold up, hold Obama up. had a. He tried, to right. he tried to handle it. Remember, he initially wanted to close the damn borders. Everybody called him a xenophobe. Like that's that's actually proven. He wanted to close the borders. That's actually proven. Bro, you can't just you can't just use Republican talking points with me. I'm very I sensitive. Republican talking point. Okay, all right. Now you you just from a, a mile away. Like we're literally, just, Biden literally said that he's a xenophobe. Nancy Pelosi was eating Chinese food in San Francisco. I hate that. This is what you're talking about, man. Do, do, you know, do you know that the virus didn't come from China? It came from Europe via China. I hate this <laughs> argument. So, listen, that's literally what happened. So he shut down travel from China, but he didn't shut it down from Europe. And that's why New York got fucked. Listen, every time you say I'm speaking Republican talking points, well, you're speaking Democratic talking points. Mm -mm. Like that's what you're literally doing. I'm speaking cold. Hard. The virus is starting. No, oh, now, now you're truth you're gang. Let's get some truth gang in the comments. Give me some 100 <laughs> percent. Now you're speaking facts because you're 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 speaking Democratic talking points. Oh, so it's all facts on your side, all lies on our side. That's how it works. Wait, can we see comments? Yes, yes, you can. You click on the comments, sir. Mm. Yeah. The comments, I mean, yeah, you click on the button that says comments. They're not necessarily on your side, dog. So, okay. Yeah. If you thought he was going to get some confirmation, you. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm fully aware of the. But I'm, sub I'm subscribed to to this channel, which was interesting. I wonder how I, <laughs> you, you must have come out with some video that was like, all right, I'm going to subscribe. Man, Check it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate the support. <laughs> Now, Marcos, uh, my question to you is: How do you feel about President Lopez Obrador? Uh, yeah, I don't know much his, about him, man. Like I said, no. his own southern border. He's literally using the Donald Trump method. <laughs> I know that uh, they have a surprisingly close relationship. Uh, Lopez Obrador, when he was running and he got elected, uh, he, he's not—he's not a good guy. Uh, he is a far-left uh, populist. Uh, crazy person, and there was a lot of concerns no populism about isn't a leftist thing. Populism is more. No, no, I, yeah, I'm, I'm using uh, using both of those terms together. So he's a left wing populist. I'm a populist, but I do not left lean or go left. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not saying that all populists are leftists. I'm saying he's a left wing populist in the same way like Bernie Sanders left wing populist. Well, but Obrador was like a concern and. Uh, I mean, it was a surprise. So I, I guess there's like a sort of like a uh, relationship of convenience between Donald Trump and uh, uh, Obrador, uh, uh, where, uh, you know, they, they passed uh, basically NAFTA again. Uh, which is, uh, but, you know, like that whole thing, uh, you know, Trump could claim to have uh, uh one good thing from that bill is that they did uh, uh, extract some concessions from Mexico in terms of like how workers are treated in Mexico. 
Um, I'm sure Trump had nothing to do with that. And that was probably like bureaucrats in Washington who care about human rights, but like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So they surprisingly get along, which is weird. Um, I'm telling you, it's that wall method, man. It worked. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them that they get along. Okay, okay, okay. Peace, G. <laughs> you hungry? Hey, right, so I'm about to wrap up. Here. My stomach is growling, so I'm, I'm hungry. So I gotta go. I gotta bounce. But I appreciate you coming on, Marcos. All right, bro. Y'all, y'all be easy, man. Thanks Good for having me. All right, peace. Oh Jesus, I had to get this dude up out of here. I mean, look, shout out, to, shout out to Marcos. Shout out to him, but I hate when people use that that talking point. Oh, you're just spewing Republican talking points. Well, you're spewing Democratic talking points. I mean, that's literally what you're doing. That's literally what I can say to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, but but the thing that blows my mind with Marcos, you know, he sounds like a decent dude. But the thing that blows my mind with him with this whole coronavirus thing, he is in favor of the government essentially putting out mandates to to uh to force you to uh wear a mask. But then he gets on here and volunteer and, and, and openly and he goes outside to play soccer with his buddies and nobody's wearing masks. <laughs> it's like, what? So you are literally doing something that goes against what you claim to be in favor of. This is this this is this is liberal ideology. This is liberal mentality, man. You know what I mean? You sound like a decent dude, but you know, just keep it a buck, Marcos. Keep it a buck. Faking a funk out there. You want to play soccer with your homies. I get it. Anyways. But regardless of all that, look, I'm not gonna say we all know the things Trump has done and we know the stuff. And look, I'm not one of these people who's not going to act like who's going to be like Obama didn't do nothing. Well, no, the, the trend did start with Obama, but you got the thing. I think most people just fail to realize is when you transition from one president to another president, the uh, the the president that's coming into office. Well, guess what? They're going to inherit the good and the bad from the previous president. But if you look at the past three and a half years, those numbers prior to this pandemic, the unemployment numbers for black folks hasn't gone up is, is gotten lower and lower so obviously whatever policies trump uh whatever yeah policies that trump has had implemented has been working because everybody that i know everybody that i see everybody's been buying houses cars taking trips all that stuff be getting pay increases promotions finding new jobs all that shit i don't know one black person who was on the risk who, who's been on the verge of losing their house are, are just starving in the last three years. I, I, I don't know one black person in real life. Not one. Tashi says, go to the Bureau of Labor Stats. Black people did better under the Obama than Trump. Tashi, whatever your name is, go find one black person you know that's been suffering since Trump has been president. You ain't gonna find one. Every Negro you know has been living has been getting fat as hell for the past three years prior to this pandemic every last one of them because whatever whatever trump has been doing it ain't messed up what obama started but you can't you can't explain this to looney tune liberals they just think they just they, they just act like when trump came in the, there was a reset button 
it's like no no it wasn't he inherited the bad just like he inherited the good you know how when obama took over for george w bush he was notorious i inherited this bad economy i inherited this i inherited this from george w bush well trump inherited this this low unemployment for black folks from obama and look like he's been keeping it going for the past three years ain't nobody been living off their savings See, these people be lying just a lie. Maybe they living on man. Shut up. Shut that. Shut the hell up. Anyways, y'all. So listen, Lil Wayne, do what do what you do. Look, if you're a black Republican, look, you know, I'm not saying you got to come out the closet, but you know, when you do come out the closet, you, you're gonna get faced with these these nutcases out here. And like, look, Marco sound like a decent dude. I guess I don't freaking know. I, I really don't care, but. The overall liberal ideology, they support some of the most Looney Tune, asinine crap known to man. They support all these this BLM bullshit. They support all this Antifa crap. They support all this defund the police crap. Look, I'm in favor of the cops. We need more cops out there whooping on you niggas' asses that are out there cutting up in these communities. Because all of us who are black, who either come from the hood, or we're hood adjacent, or we got family that's still in the hood, we all know that it's a small group of Negroes in every hood in America who is responsible for causing all the chaos and confusion that warrants the cops constantly coming out there. And me, I'm in favor of the cops coming out there and knocking a lot of you niggas upside the head because a lot of you Negroes are problematic as hell. Problematic. All these little babies catching stray bullets, these innocent people getting shot all over the place because you little you little pookies and ray rays don't know how to properly hold a weapon. Yeah, we need cops out there knocking you niggas upside the head. Back the blue, nigga. Back blue lives matter out this motherfucker. Fuck what y'all talking about. Back the blue. I ain't living around no, I ain't living around none of you clowns without the presence of the police. The hell out of here with that shit. I ain't living around broke-ass white people either. <laughs> the hell out of here. So we, we, need, we need more of that. You dig? He says the 94 crime bill was about blue lives matter. Look, I said that earlier. I understand why it came about. It was a lot of black people who were in favor of getting something done about all this out of control crime. So part of me doesn't totally fault Joe Biden for it. The only problem that I really have with it is Joe Biden is acting like that shit didn't have severe consequences, especially when a lot of Negroes is getting locked up for some bullshit. When I say bullshit, I'm like, you, you arrested niggas for drugs and a little bit of crack and you, you giving them like 20, 30 years in prison for that shit. But meanwhile, people get caught with cocaine they getting slaps on the wrist. That's the issue I had with it. If you're going to lock up, no, lock up all the rapists and murderers and child molesters. Get them niggas life. But petty drug dealers, they ain't no reason they should be sitting in jail for 20 damn years, 10, 15, 20 years for, for getting caught selling an ounce of, of weed or something like that. That's the problem. There was a lot of that going on. That's the issue with the crime bill that I have. And then, and then the three strikes rule too. I had an issue with that too. 
So I understand why it came about, but they should have just applied it to violent criminals. You know, like all the Negroes who are out here just doing random drive-bys, just, just, just harming innocent random people, killing all the babies. Lock them niggas up forever. Give them the one-strike rule and you're out. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, everybody else, the hell you need to be sitting in jail for 10 years over an ounce. You serious? But listen, I ain't got no issue with Trump. I thought Trump was going to be a total disaster. I didn't vote in the last election. I didn't vote, period. I thought Trump, I, I predicted he was going to win, but I didn't vote because I predicted he was going to be a total disaster. I thought that that, that was, was going to happen. But over the past three years, I've changed my tune. I'm like, well, I really don't see what this dude has done. My life hasn't gone down the toilet. He's, uh, you know, he's pro-military. I'm ex-military. <laughs> We ain't been, we ain't, uh, he ain't kicked off a new war. Every black person I know has been chilling. I know about three, four people who bought houses and cars and been vacationing in the Caribbean for the past couple years prior to this pandemic. I'm just saying, niggas is eating. Niggas is living good, B. Everybody got jobs. Everybody I know got health care. I don't know once, I don't know a single person who doesn't have health care. Not a single one that is openly admitted that they don't have health care. So I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. But regardless, your man Biden been in office for 47 years. He had 47 years to make black folks lives absolutely wonderful to where we're just we're just skipping down the street, dancing in the rain, money falling out of our pockets. 47 years to make that dream come true. 47. You say it's because of Obamacare. Well, obviously, if they if they still got Obamacare, obviously, remember, we was all in fear. Trump going to take it away. Well, niggas is still got niggas still got Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act. Same damn thing. Niggas is still chilling. But I'm ex-military. I get I get free health care. <laughs> I ain't got to worry about it. My shit's guaranteed for life. Anyway, I'm about to roll. So anyways, that's what your man Lil Wayne's up to. So I just want to show that to y'all. Look, this ain't about me being a, a, a I don't I don't run around with MAGA hats on. I ain't listened to a Lil Wayne song in years. I'm just showing this to you because I think this I think Lil Wayne represents a bunch of black people who may actually be voting for Donald Trump that just are not going to come out and publicly admit it. That's what I think. I think the, I think the tide is shifting. The tide is turning where it's a lot of closeted black folks who might actually come out and vote for Trump because they legit don't have an issue with it. He can't find anything wrong with him. And just simply calling him a racist is not, an, is not enough of an excuse because you know, Trump may be racist. He might have some racist tendencies. I never said he didn't. And listen, all old white men who are in their 70s have probably said some racist shit in the past. Let's just keep it a buck. I don't see how you can live in this country and live to be 70 going into your 80s and not have said some racist crap or done some potentially racist crap in your life. 
Like, I, I don't even believe that's possible because when they were young in their teenage years and their 20s, they were raised in a culture where it was perfectly acceptable and normal to be openly racist to black folks. So there's a high possibility that they may have done some openly racist stuff in their past. But but I don't care about the feels because, one, if Trump does have some racist stuff in his past, well, you got to remember, this is his very first job as being a politician. You know, 47 years ago, Joe Biden was making was, was trying to pass laws to prevent to prevent Kamala Harris from riding school buses with little white girls. <laughs> Remember, she called him out on the debate stage. So he's been engaged in public policy where he can write rules to affect your life. Off of the base of race to some extent for 47 years, Trump had only been a politician for, for three and a half years. That's it. That's it. But regardless, they might both have all kind of racist crap in the past. All I care about, what has this man been doing for the past three and a half years to just fuck my life all the way up because I'm black? I can't think of one thing. I can't think of one damn thing. Biden, you got 47 years of him being a public official where he's done all kind of crap, said all kind of crap. 47 years. You couldn't you couldn't fix black people's lives in 47 years. But I'm supposed to give you another four years. To bump it up to 51 years? Come on, son. You've had close to five decades to figure this out. Get all the way the hell out of here. And then you got here supporting these nutcases. Anyways, I already did my little video talking about this. Shout out to this person for the dollar. Appreciate that. Anyways, I'm about to bounce. Uh, Y'all be safe. Uh, Make sure you're wearing your mask. You're not spreading the cooties out there like Marcos. You know what I'm saying? Do your social distancing. Stop licking each other in the face. Yada, yada, yada. He says, here's 100 pennies for your thoughts. Well, thank you for donating your 100 pennies. But notice nobody's donating to you. (laughs) Nobody's donating to you. Nobody's here to watch you. Nobody's here to listen to you. And nobody's here to donate to you. But thank you for your dollar donation. I appreciate that. That just adds it to the pot. For, for the rest of my YouTube monetization that I get. Because <laughs> appreciate that. Thank you. Says thanks to Obama, I got money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you do. Thanks to Obama, all you can afford to donate is a dollar. <laughs> all you can afford to donate is a dollar due to Obama. <laughs> that that's what it is. Trump. If, if you had been a Trump supporter, you, you could probably donate $10. Thanks to Obama, all you can afford to donate is a dollar. And if you elect Joe Biden, you're only going to be able to donate 50 cent next time. <laughs> Anyways, y'all be easy. I'm out. Peace.